When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with CB, the Grenade Gold. How are you, man? I'm good, man. As well as Joe, the Kid Perez. What's up? How are you guys? Uh, and we have Hanato coming in pretty soon. Uh, we have, uh, we, we have a great show. We have Hanato. We have Bubba Jenkins coming in. We have Alan Jabon. Uh, we have Jocelyn Liebarger. It, it's going to be a, a great show. We, we got, we, I'm very excited about this. So, uh, all star cast. Oh, yes, absolutely. No, uh, I'm here. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. We love you, CD. Uh, so listen, I want everyone uh, to want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, American Icon Autographs. They have the best sign collectibles, the best posters, the best signings. I mean, these guys have they have signings with uh, Fedor. Uh, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Nogara. Well, it's what same person. Hoist Gracie, Marlis Conan, Paige Van Zant, and more. They sponsor fighters. Uh, very good people. Sean's a really good guy. So give out the shout out to Sean. American Icon Autographs. If you want a really cool um, autograph or poster or you know sign collectible, this is the place to go to. I also want to thank Tip a Fighter. Uh, listen, fighters are underpaid. Uh, it's nonsense. We want to get people to have more money, and now the power is in your hands. You could actually tip the fighters who entertain us on a weekly basis. Uh, go to tipafighter.com, tipafighter.com, and uh, we're on Tip a Fighter. So if you like our podcast and you want to show us love, we will gladly accept your tips. So uh, me. Let's talk about me uh, because everyone else is late right now. Um, <laughs> you booked like four people on the podcast, and, and they're all, all late. Yeah, oh, they're all late. Actually. <laughs> I've always been here early. Uh, you actually come. You actually sleep here. Uh, <laughs> CB sleeps outside. Uh, Bubba's going to show up tomorrow, uh, uh, but he's actually going to show up tomorrow for the last podcast he was booked for. Uh, so, so, and then Alan's actually early for the podcast next week. Like, if he uh, comes tomorrow, and then. Till next week. I got the comedy. Uh, so yeah, I, <laughs> absolutely. That is that, that. That's true. That's true, though. Uh, so Bubba should be here. Uh, Alan's coming, and of course we love Hanato. Uh, I had a, I've had a crazy week. Um, uh, I know last week I was upset because of a TV show thing. I, saw, I thought you know, and things are looking up with that. That's all I could say. Things are looking better and up. Uh, so you know, you can't count me out, man. I'm one of those guys. If I was if my my comedy career was a fighter. I would win the fight because my opponent would break his hand punching me in the face because I just keep getting punched in the face by uh, the comedy gods and the, the, the showbiz gods, but I'm still here. And that's really, you know, for anybody listening, if anything I could say is just you got to stick with it. You can't give up because most people will give up. I started comedy 18 years ago, and I would say 99% of my comedy class, if there was a comedy class, has given up. And a lot of, most of them or some of them were better than me, but they just couldn't take it, couldn't take the pain. And that's, that's, that's fighting and, and that's, that's art and that's whatever you want to do. You have to just keep sticking with it. Mm-hmm. 
uh, actually it was it was pretty cool. So I had we had we had a match last week, last Friday, and there was this kid on my team who cry, he was crying every practice, every practice. I mean, just like you know, it was it was like as if CB was there. Uh, was, <laughs> Why was he kid, crying? Uh, wait, he was, wait, 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 wait. I'm crying. Yes, at I, wrestling I, practice. Yes, yes. No, I'm kidding. I bought, but why was he crying? I wasn't. Sure. I think he was like never done it before. He's a sixth grader. You know, that's okay. not, it's sixth, seventh, and eighth grader. He had never done anything really tough before. He's like kind this. of scared. Scared, you know. I mean, it's a painful sport. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like painful as in it's a it's a, it's a rugged sport. Wrestling is a rugged, brutal sport. And uh, the kid was, was always crying, but the problem was he wasn't really crying because he was hurt. It was more of a fear, yeah. So it's hard as a coach because I can't just ignore him because in case he really is hurt. At the same time, if I baby him, it's going to just reinforce his crying uh, because that's what has happened to this kid his whole life. Probably is that people, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? It's like it's like when a baby falls down. You know, if the parent like flips out, the baby's gonna cry. But if the parent sort of just plays the cool, the baby will go. Oh, you know, that's just kind of what I'm dealing with. In fact, his first match. I told the ref, which I never do. I'm like, hey, listen, this kid might start crying uh, during the match. Just, just, I'm just, I'm kind of just warning you. And then uh, we look over, and he's already crying. The, <laughs> the match hasn't even started yet, so I have to. I never had a kid cry before the match, you know. So I have to go over to him, and I'm like, listen, man, just, just try your hardest. Just, just have fun. What's the point of crying now? Let's, let's just go out there. And I'm looking at his parents. His parents are thanking me uh, for doing this. I'm like, I'm sorry that your kid. He's like, the father's like, listen, he needs to toughen the fuck up. You you know, I wrestled as a kid, and like, you know, and then the mom was like, "Don't worry about it. Just, 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 just push this kid as, as hard as he can," which is better than a lot of times I get parents that are mm-hmm. blaming me for their for their kids, you know, being a baby. But this wasn't the case. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, a month later, cut to Friday, kid goes out there, hits a blast double, puts the other kid on his back, wow. a beautiful double leg. I mean, carries him around the mat, and the ref looked at me. He's like. Man, that's the same kid that was crying a month ago. Like it was like me and the ref had a moment, you know. Uh, so, uh, so that's that's not, that was awesome. If you ever make that pinned movie or TV show, you got to put a kid like that in the movie because that's hilarious. Uh, I know. I absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm so. I nominate that. Joe. You nominate Joe as the kid. <laughs> he is Joe the kid Perez. He is, yeah, he's Joe the kid. Uh, and then, but then there's another kid uh, that asked me five thousand questions of practice. So like everything, like I'll I'll show a move and he'll give me fifty variations of the move he won't listen he, he won't know the move after it's done he just wants to ask questions I told his parents I'm like your son asked a lot of questions but his dad's like I know he's gonna be an interrogation officer <laughs> but but I, like so I limit him to three questions of practice so like and of course they're used up in the first minute you know like hey are we, are we gonna do this are we gonna do that uh, are, are we gonna do pull ups today I'm like alright no more questions it's like <laughs> so and then and then yesterday he asked so many questions I'm like alright you, you've just used up Wednesday's pro questions too <laughs> like you've actually used up next and I told him in his match I go listen if you're losing your match ask your opponent questions because he will probably pin himself this kid just constantly asks me questions uh, and you know I don't want to curb his enthusiasm because like I'm not going to be one of the but the problem is he's not listening even mm-hmm. the other coach Junior was like listen you ask all these questions but you don't listen and, and nothing's being retained because you don't know any of the moves but the kid's this kid's super cute. Like he actually, his uh, he's like a chubby, short, like kind of has like mullet, but like cool, cool mullet. Yeah. And and he's just and he's just like he's a good kid. Mm-hmm. And like he has a lot of friends because the, the, we had a home match and fifty kids came to just support him. 
and with posters of him, which never happens in That's middle school. Hilarious. And they started chanting his name, and he lost three times. Oh, like, he had, he had his like own he, posters. He had his own posters. I could have graphed him. You could have graphed him, and and he lost three times. By the third time, the, the, his crowd had given up. They were the first. They were like they were chanting his name, and then by the second time and third time, they were like, "All right, fuck this." this is, we were, but uh, but he he's a good kid. I will say, but, I liked your uh, your quick periscope oh, yeah. as you walked into practice, and the one kid's like freaking out. That like, was him. And then when, and then there was another kid that was like hiding. And then why are you late for practice? Well, I forgot we had practice. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's the worst excuse. You know, it's like I want a Periscope or Facebook Live the practices or because they're hilarious. I just don't know if like that's legal. I don't think you're allowed to as a teacher. As a yeah, are you like a certified teacher? (laughs) It's it's an after school program. But I know like the fans that MA roasted would just die laughing. And I think it'll be good for the sport. Maybe I mean it's hilarious what goes on in this practice. But I just I I just worry that like it's kids they don't have their. Meanwhile, I'm on Periscope and some kids like, dude, it's all about Instagram Live. I'm like, listen, thanks. Oh, the kid kid went on. He's like, are you doing Instagram Live? Yeah, he was making fun of me for using Periscope. I think actually. You know what you could do, which I don't know if you could get away with, though. If you uh, periscoped or Instagram Live, whatever you want to use, their actual t- like matches, yeah. maybe they would try harder if they knew they were on yeah, film. Yeah, but you know what I think? They're, they're in those little singlets that I worry about, like perverts watching it or something, or like yeah, yeah. pedophiles. It's like, I didn't think about that yeah, part. I just thought about try no, harder because you're on video. It sucks that I have to video. think this way, yeah. but I have to think this way. You know what I'm saying? If it was just like my friends watching it or something, I would like if I could somehow make a, a closed group of just people I let watch it because it's it's hilarious. I mean, the stuff that goes on is like, I mean, I just make them do a hundred sprawls. I go, you got to make them do a hundred sprawls one time. Uh, because then they'll never fuck around. But but you can't threaten them with it if you don't do it. Sprawling sucks. And a hundred of them in a row. It sucks. Oh yeah, the kids are gonna. Like, but you know, yeah. One time I did it with them. I did a hundred with them, and then I was like, at thirty, I'm like, why did I agree to this? Like, <laughs> but uh, I really want to come to a practice. You want to come today? I can't today. Why? What do you got to do? I'm going to not get work. Tattooed. You're getting tattooed. Yeah. Of what? Uh, I'm just redoing my whole right arm. Really? Oh. Yeah. What's wrong gonna... with your right arm? We're going to reline and reshade everything, add color into the whole thing. Are you paying for these tattoos? No. Oh. They give you free tattoos? Mm, yeah. All right, shady guy. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, shady guy? <laughs> Maybe well, And then last week, we take a team picture, right? So my like, oh, guys, come in. Let's take a picture. I look over. There's two kids mooning the fucking camera. Are you but, serious? Oh, yeah, but I mean, not like with their pants down, but they're they're... Hands, faces between their legs. They're showing their asses. I mean, not the asses, but their butts. Yeah. Like, like and, I, and I didn't notice this until I'm in my car. I'm at home. Like, oh, I'm gonna put. What the hell? And then, I, <laughs> and then, and then, like, like my 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 friend's laughing. Uh, my girl's like, well, you know what? You didn't ask them for permission to take the picture. You're exploiting them. I'm like, shut up. I don't even need a <laughs> permission slip. And yeah, parents take really like, exploitation I'm by like, trying to take a team photo. I'm like, I'm like, you're taking this kid's side. His ass is out. She's like, well, I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm I'm like, she, she's all like total like liberal. I'm like, I'm like what? So then I I, I go up to him on the, the next day. I'm like, listen, man, see this picture, and I have to show them them that they're ass. And, and they, they think it's fucking. They, they're hilarious. laughing. I'm like, look, would you do this in English class? Would you do this in math class? They're like, no. I'm like, well, just let's. And of course, those two kids, you know, go zero and two each. Like every other kid won a match that day, but the two mm-hmm. kids mooning the camera, and that's that's not just coincidental. You know, go back to fifth grade and punch you in the face on picture day. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but as a comedian, do you like deep down inside go, that's pretty funny? Ain't gonna lie. It, well. 
Uh, not if you're trying to build credibility as a coach and you got two kids I, ass out and they're, I, I they're twerking. Of course, I definitely felt disrespected because I'm like, come on, man. Like, uh, you know, and if, the, and if these kids, you know, they, they kind of try and practice. They've gotten better, but they're not even close. One kid's brand new. Like one kid is wrestling for a week and he thinks this is a big joke. So, no, I can't have that. Like if the other kid works hard. Uh, Has any kid in your practice ever tried like pro wrestling moves? Like they think, okay, I'm gonna get a choke slam, or they come in. I did that. My first day of wrestling ever, I put a kid in a Boston Crab, (laughs) and I really thought that you were allowed to do that. And uh, and my my coach was like, "You, hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, like, he's like, he's like, you you can't put a kid in a Boston Crab. So uh, so no kids ever no kids ever come in and was like, I'm gonna be the next John Cena, and you're like, yeah, wrong sport. Uh, no, but I did have a you know what. I did have a one time, my first year of practice, I, I just started the program. I came there. Literally, the kids had never wrestled before, not one of them. And I was going to Africa for like a military tour. Mm-hmm. So I asked this comic, Dixon. I'm like, hey, Dixon, uh, you've wrestled before, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you help me coach this team? Sure, sure, sure. I didn't realize he did ECW wrestling. <laughs> like, he, he was in the ECW as What's like. That? It's like extreme Wait, championship like the wrestling. Real yeah. ECW? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in ECW. What was his name? Uh, I don't know. He wasn't one of the big guys, but his name was Dixon Matthews. That, that, that was, that's his comedy name. Uh, is that I, his real name? His real name is Dixon Matthews. I don't, I don't know I'm what he I'm going to have went. to look him up now. So, he was, so I come back, and the kids are all doing illegal moves. Like, like one oh kid was in God. a single leg, right? And rather than just like kind of wizard down and push out, he did a front somersault to get out of the single leg, which looked really cool, completely unnecessary, and, and, and not like – what you want to do and the kids were doing like figure fours and, and stuff like that so I was like Dixon you told me you wrestled before I, I had Connor Hune Connor was like my friend help coach and he was like this guy's never wrestled one day in his life so like he, it was, so that was what I, what I had anyway is that him? yeah that's uh, no no that's, that's not him let me see I just put in Dixon Matthews I want to know who he was in ECW because that's like a big deal yeah 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 so uh, I don't know I, I'll, I'll, I'll text him and ask him what his name was so anyway, uh, yesterday I had a show at the Dime Bar, and there are these two strippers in the front, like these <laughs> black strippers and a guy who looks like Coolio. I took a picture with him. I mean, I was, is that the dude you picked a picture with? Yeah, yeah. Bugs B or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who the hell that is. So I was, I was like, I loved you in Fantastic Voyage, and I was calling him Flavor Flav. So and I'm asking the girls, what do you girls do? Because these two like hot black girls, but they're stoned as hell. You are they just, with him? Yeah, they're with him, and they're like, oh, we're dancers. One of them had braces. Great. She was 20 years old. So anyway, I'm on. I'm trying to. It's a packed crowd, but like, it's like the comics were kind of having a rough time before me. I kind of, I kind of broke them. You know, as a comic, you kind of, you could break, you break through to the audience. Mm-hmm. And you know, me being it, like I, I'm there every week and I'm comfortable and I don't have a time limit. I could just do whatever the fuck I want. Maybe I have an advantage when it comes to that room in particular. Yeah, and it's a tough room. So it was a tough room last night. So I finally got them, and this girl is holding up her phone, and uh, or actually, she's put her menu up. Up and then was was FaceTiming with a guy while I'm on stage, right? So she's looking at this menu. I'm like, what the fuck are these two girls looking at a menu in front of me? I removed the menu and I see it's on her phone. So I took the phone and now I'm FaceTiming with this, with this black dude while I'm on stage. That's hilarious. And he's like, what's up, dog? I'm like, hey, man, you're, uh, you're, you're uh, girls blowing me right now. I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, man, it'll be better tomorrow night when she gets her braces off. And like, I was acting, I'm like, I was like fake orgasming and stuff. 
crowd went ballistic. It was fun. I Dude, mean, that's hilarious. A lot of times the phone rings and you you could take the call as a comic, sort of an old comic trip trick. Take the phone and, and talk to the person. Like yeah. Sam Kinison did it. One of his specials. It was brilliant. But or now he called the ex girlfriend. Yeah, he called the ex girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now, like, it's, it's even uh, better now that you could FaceTime with someone in the audience. If, if I mean, it was right in front of me. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that was that was yesterday. So let's talk about uh, – so you ha- told me a funny story, CB, about Sakuraba with signing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the Fan Fest. Yeah, so what, so what happened? So uh, Bellator had their event last week, um, and they did a Fan Fest, and they had Sakuraba, Vanderlei, Hoist Gracie, Matt Mitrione, Big John McCarthy, and King Mo all signing autographs at Dave & Buster's. And Sakuraba, I guess, had a little bit to drink that night, mm-hmm. and he started signing and because – He's not going to think anybody... Was he drinking would... Saki Raba? No, I'm kidding. Right, I, I don't on. know. I right, go on. But yeah, clever. <laughs> go on. Um, so he was signing stuff, and because nobody really reads Japanese, people were going home, and they're like, cool, I got Sakuraba's autograph. And it wasn't just like the free giveaway promos. It was like people's like printed out huge, like elaborate pictures. So I'm on a, a Facebook group where everybody posts their stuff, and... Nobody knew, like, they were looking at different signatures, and they're like, these don't even look the same. Yeah, yeah. So we come to find out a friend of ours on the group speaks fluent Japanese, and he starts reading stuff, and Sakuraba was writing, like, ridiculous shit in Japanese, sometimes not even signing his name. What was he writing? On one person's, uh, I didn't see the pictures themselves, like, I don't remember which ones was which, except for a couple, but one of them, he wrote Matsuzaka Beef in Japanese, but didn't even sign his name. <laughs> And then on another one where it was him and Hoist, yeah. he just wrote Hoist Gracie in Japanese instead of even like signing his name. Of, yeah. Um, Did he write some poop or something? Yeah. Well, the one with Henzo where he broke his arm, he goes, whoops, we go to hospital now in <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> and, and there was another one where he was like facing the cage during his walkout and the camera was behind him. So he like – he made like a uh, a gas – um, like a drawing of gas, yeah. and he wrote in Japanese, I pooped. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, like, people had no idea, and you don't really have the opportunity to meet Sakuraba. So like, their whole life to meet this guy. Yeah, and, and, they writes, might have a, and they might have a good picture or whatever, but, like, with him, but on their auto, their page, sometimes they don't even, he didn't even sign his name, he just wrote random other shit. You know what, I honestly, I, that's awesome. I, I, I do that I too, right? Where did you hilarious. do that too? Yeah, hold on, let's see where Alan is. Alan Juban, where are you, buddy? All right, so Alan Juban is uh, here, uh, coming soon. Uh, that's really funny. So I'll do that. Yeah, and he was like, he was messing with a lot of people too. Like, I asked him for a stare down picture at the fan fest, and he ended up just kind of like not sure what was going on. And then we ended up in a collar and elbow tie up. <laughs> <laughs> he just like grabbed me, so I said, "Fuck it, I'll just I know the collar and elbow, I'll do it back." And then. I went for a single leg, and he thought it was hilarious. You went for a single leg on Sakuraba? Yeah. No way. Out of the call, out of the collar and elbow, I ducked under, grabbed his leg, and Why went around back. That? I don't know. You're out of your mind. Around. What if what if he would have like punched you in the face? He wasn't going to punch me, but Vanderlei was behind me. That scared me more. But. Right, right, right. So uh, I got to work the event. I was working at Bellator because I wrote a sketch. I can't tell you what the sketch is about, but uh, that was awesome. Oh, it's not a skit. Uh, but uh, I wrote a skit or a sketch, however you want to call it. But it was it was it was cool because I got like the best seats in the house. I missed a lot of the event though because I was going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So I I got to see the last fight and I, and I saw the um the Bradley fight, the Paul Bradley, which. Uh, Man, you know Wait, Paul Brett. I mean, Paul, Paul, Daly? Paul Yeah, Paul Daly. I was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Paul Daly fight when yeah. he knocked out uh, Brennan Ward. Brennan Ward, man, 
you know, uh, I love that dude, and you love watching him fight. But Jesus, like game planning is just not his 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 forte. I mean, anybody who fights Paul Daly should not engage in a stand-up war. Unless you're Joe Schilling or, or even then. I mean, I just would not even do Nick that. Even Nick Diaz did that, and you're like, this may Nick not Diaz be. did that, uh, but that was years ago. But I still mean, not a, be- a good decision. Like It seems like Bradley's getting better, though. Daily. Uh, but Daily. It seems like Daily's getting better. Like, he is so, getting better. It, it's, it's weird. It's weird how certain fighters do that. Like Certain fighters, they peak out at 21, 22, 24, and then some guys, like they're, they're 30. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yo, I'm gonna send somebody to get you. No worries. No worries. No worries. We got you. And, and then uh, and then some guys, you know, uh, it's weird how that works. Um, like I was thinking about like the Luke Rockhold Jacare fight, and both of those guys have gotten so much better since Strikeforce. And then there are guys that uh, you know, it just age is just a. The worst thing to happen to them, like 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 Chael, uh, you know, or, or Tito. I mean, you know, if that Chael Tito fight would have happened eight years ago, I think it might have been a different fight. I think you could, you know, the Chael son in that fought Brian Stan, the Chael son in that even fought uh, Anderson Silva, the Chael son in that um, the, who did he beat? Uh, Marquardt, right? He beat. Uh, did he beat Marquardt? Yeah, to get to I think that? at UFC 109. He beat Marquardt. That was a, a different chael than the guy that we saw tap out to a jaw crank or whatever whatever that move was. Uh, it, it was kind of like a people, people call it a neck crank. It was a tapped out Shogun in the first round. The guy who tapped out Shogun in the first round. It just wasn't the same chael, uh, and it's kind of it's sad because I I was bummed out. I wanted Chael to win. So did Chael, I. Chael's a, a friend of mine. That arena did not agree with us at all. What do you mean? That it was like a Tito fucking. It was it was hey. all pro Tito. Yeah. Oh yeah. That Everybody, whole crowd. It was nuts. Yeah. It was definitely a pro Tito uh, crowd. And uh, what's up, brother? Alan Juban just walked in. Alan was at the fight. Uh, give us your assessment of what? Chael versus Tito. Hmm, man. Do you think it was a fix? I don't know, man. I'm not really one of those guys that goes conspiracy theory that shit was fixed. I have never really been around people in my career that, like, tell me I would, this fight was definitely fixed. So, you know, I'm not, I haven't really been exposed to that, so I try to just watch it as a a pure fan. But with that said, man, I was sitting right there at cage side. I did see him kind of tap his head, you know, that little tap that he did. And I remember saying something about it, and then the fight kept going on. You mean Tito tapped? When Tito kind of tapped, he was yeah. in that. He was on like the all fours. Yeah. And he kind of like tapped for some reason, and I remember noticing it, and then nobody said anything. And then um, there were three instances. There was that one, and then when Chell was on a dominant position, and then he like went and put, he shot the guillotine, and he kind of pulled guard. Which, okay, yes, he's hit it before in Shogun, so he does have a decent guillotine. But just being like he's going against Tito, a bigger, heavier, uh, ground-and-pound wrestler, like why would he go to his back? I kind of thought that was a, a bad positional change there to go, you know, to go to your back and risk something like that. We didn't, he didn't even have it that tight. He kind of just shot it. It was sloppy. He let go of the guillotine right away. Now he's in a bad position. It was like an arm in, and he only had half, barely had half guard, and but it was have, the wrong he didn't, side. Exactly. He didn't have the full guard, like uh, as I remember that, that he had on Shogun. He had like a butterfly and then a half guard kind of thing. And so it wasn't a full guillotine. It was kind of a risky. I wouldn't have gone for a guillotine from that position unless I had it locked under the chin. And then finally, man, that crank at the end, in my mind, the guy, okay, so I'm sitting front row. 
the guy on the side of me is not as familiar with MMA, so he's asking me what's going on. He goes, "Is it over? Is you know? Is it?" I was like, "No, no, no. He's he's good. He's good. He's good." And then as soon as he said he's good, he taps. And in my mind, I'm looking at it like, "Man, it's not under the chin. Maybe it's a crank." But if you look at the picture, even when when Shell's tapping, it's not like Tito's beasting on him. It's not like he's got he's in full squeeze. You know, he's not he's not even squeezing a hundred percent at yeah. the moment that he taps. So like, I don't feel like he was cranking the shit out of him. I feel like it was tight, but. I don't know, man. There's a lot of ifs in it, but with that said, um, I'm not really a guy that says that. I mean, it's fights. it's a lot of factors. I mean, first of all, Chael just did a grappling match against Bisbing, and it was a draw. You know, Chael uh, and Bisbing did a grappling yeah, match. Yeah, at some, they did it some. was uh, mid last year at the the UR fight. Oh, okay. The same night, and it was a did, draw. It went what 15 went, minute draw. Yeah, it went uh, 15 or 20. Uh, Chael went, and Metamoris went up against... Uh, Galval tapped him. Tapped him for Bobaloo like 10 minutes. was a draw. Bobaloo was a draw against Bobaloo. And supposedly now he's fighting... He's very good on the Gary ground. Tonin. He's very good. Oh, that, that, that's off. The Tonin's off. This but, is interesting. These are much more polished submission experts than Tito, even though Tito's a be- bigger, stronger wrestler. To be caught in somebody's 50% submission, meaning it wasn't locked in, and the tap when he when he made it much longer against these harder um, submission fighters, yeah, that makes it very interesting. But then again, it's like, why would you want? <clears throat> I don't know. Figure it out. Help me figure this out. Why would you want? If it's a fixed fight, why would Tito get the win if he's retiring to give him the right off into the sunset victory? But you're going to be promoting Shelf now on. It makes yeah. I mean, see, I, there's all kinds of questions. He's, I heard he signed a six fight contract with Bellator. Mm-hmm. For five hundred thousand dollars for this fight, he got five hundred grand. Right. But we are talking the, about the, the disclosed payout is not anywhere close to that, though. That's, that surprised payout? me. Oh, what is it? The disclosed payout I thought I saw the other day was only like fifty grand or 50 something. Fifty grand. It was, 50 disclosed I thought he was five hundred. Uh, somebody, it, it, somebody it's probably it's probably back end. Um, on let me was, let me. Uh, it did one point nine million. Tito, Tito made like four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, okay. something like because that. I've always yeah, it did one point eight five million. Um, and, yeah, then, and, I, and I know Bellator salaries. does some kind of scale where if it's over a million dollars, you get a percentage. It goes by the millions. Chael made fifty thousand disclosed. Okay. Tito was three hundred thousand, no bonus. Right. I mean, so yeah, why would he? But then we're also talking about a Chael Sonnen who got put, caught with steroids, who got kicked off the ultimate, who got kicked off uh, Celebrity Apprentice yesterday for cheating. Yeah. Shit, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't watch that episode yet. I'm watching oh, this season because of Chell. Oh. Sorry, sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. Because sorry. they kept showing the trailer. They kept showing Shell over and over. I'm like, something bad happened. So, I mean, we're not talking. And then he also went to, he got disbarred from real estate or something, right? For Yeah, and he, I don't think he was allowed to run for uh, office. In office. Yeah. He got fired from Fox Sports 1. He's had his ups and downs. <laughs> let's say that. So, I mean, this, I mean, it, so I don't know. I I would like to assume, but also Chael has been in situations against when he lost to Jeremy Horn three times or something. Where I, I remember guys would tell me that like he would lose in fights to moves that would no one would ever catch him in practice with. Yeah, and they would be like, "Why did you tap?" He's like, "I just wanted to get the fuck out of there." Yeah. So he doesn't like being in tight situations. He's a guy that you kind of can't believe what he, if he's telling the truth at any time or if he's actually you know that's he's made it. You know, I will say this. I, I was thinking, okay, well, if the fight was fixed, why would they give Tito the win if Tito's retiring and they're going to be promoting Chell? But with that said, it's like, I mean, if they're going to be promoting Chell. With that said, Chell's entire career has been losses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he still sells the fight. So it's not like he's a guy that like, oh, shit, he broke it. He lost his momentum. But maybe the, maybe Bellator's not another fix. Maybe it's just Chell and, Chell and Tito had a – Yeah, maybe. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I think with, with Tito, like you said, riding into the sunset on a victory, and maybe it doesn't help Chael. His next fight, 
sells itself whether he won or lost on Saturday night. Chael. Yeah, Chael's exactly. next that's fight what, sells that's itself. Exactly what I'm saying. It He's fighting Vanderlei. Fighting Vanderlei. Yeah, Vanderlei in the summertime. That's, that's and, that's, and that's a sell going back there to tough Brazil. Chael is a guy that's not like... We know he's not the best in the world, but he's the guy that we always want to watch because he promotes himself as the bad boy and he talks so much trash and it's, it's always exciting. He's always like, I don't care if this guy's the best in the world or not. He's the guy that's going to bring it to the table and we're going to want to watch it. But now we're like, okay, he brings it every time, but is he really bringing it? But, you know, you're still going to watch his fights. But, yeah, he doesn't have to win to, 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 for his stock to go up, in other words. Right. Now, let's talk about you and your fight. Yeah. That was uh, Thank that you, was Alan. that was awesome. My pleasure, brother. That was amazing. That was. Uh, we uh, think that was one of your best fights. Um, you know, it was. It's it's weird to say because like that was such a different me. But I, I I'm assuming I'm guessing it's like it's kind of the evolved me. It's who I am now. Normally. If you would say one of my best fights, I would say like I got dropped, I got back up, I knocked the guy out, I fucking like went into. Just caveman, crazy gladiator mode. That's what I kind of like feed off of. So to go into a fight where I was like trying to be so precise and I was playing the numbers game, get hit less, hit him more, you know, and and it go to a decision. At first I was like, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, fuck, I wanted to finish guy, this guy. I didn't finish him. I wanted to knock him out. I didn't knock him out. But then when I look back at it, it was actually, to agree with you, it probably was one of my best performances because I'm going against a guy who's undefeated, nine wins, nine knockouts, and for eight weeks, he was telling me he was going to rearrange my face, which is whatever. He's talking shit. But I'm just saying, for a guy that was promising everyone he was going to rearrange my face and knocked everybody else out along this journey, for me to be hit less than I've ever been hit in my career against that same guy, it was, um, it was improving on, on my part. So I'm, I'm, it, was, it was something I had to kind of get used to, not having to climb the cage and get to roar because I knocked the guy out, but playing the numbers game kind of victory. But um, I, was, I was happy with the results at the end of the day. Now, the weigh-ins, right? How much shit was he talking to you? Man, it was just like, I don't know, man. I it's like, have you seen that video that's going around the internet with that chick and she's like, catch me outside, catch me outside? Yeah, yeah, have you yeah, seen that? They made it into a song. She's that chick on like Maury Povich. She was on uh, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, and she's talking about catch me outside. And she's just like pretty trailer park trashy. And, and you're not to see, used to seeing like, like a, I guess a white person talking. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like old. this guy. That's, that's, how, that's what he reminds me of. You know, he just. He's kind of lost, man. Or maybe he's not lost. Maybe that's just who he genuinely is. But he's a, he's a catch-me-outside guy. He's, um, he's, he just talks a lot of trash. He thinks he's kind of gangster. He's not very witty, not very funny. And like I said, you know, I hate to keep repeating myself, but like, it's just if you're going to be Chell Sonnen and talk trash when the camera's on and say some things, I know you're just selling the fucking fight. Right. And then afterward, you probably you don't even care. This guy, like, I'm in the Holiday Inn and – Old Town Sacramento, and he keeps like talking. Sh and we're in, every time we have a fighter meeting or a group, he's like saying shit or giving me looks. And, what like, was he saying to you? Just like stupid shit. He'd be like walking by, and like I don't even care. We're just like I'm not even looking at. Him. I'm on the phone, and he's like Joe Blow, hey Joe Blow, just stupid shit. And then his his girlfriend, <laughs> like this ditzy little cheerleader, she's kind of hot though. And, and she's kind of hot. She's kind of hot. Yeah, yeah. But she she's just she's no smarter than him, and she just like laughs at all of his jokes. She's kind of you know his biggest fan, right? And so together. The both of them, it just made me like, God, I cannot lose to this guy. So he's saying Joe Blow? I mean, Joe, I don't know. You know, this is the, the wittiest thing you can come up with. At the moment. I'm just giving you an idea. <laughs> the tweets weren't that good, so the on the fly was probably worse. Yeah. Trash talk is very, very elementary, but I'm saying like when there's no cameras around or like, dude, it's eight in the morning. We're having we're having breakfast in in, in the hotel. All the fighters, everybody's you know the, the UFC team, and he's sitting across the breakfast. Uh, 
at the Holiday Inn, and he's flicking me off, like, talking shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? It's 8 in the morning. Like, let's have some breakfast. Like, if the cameras come on, then say you're going to knock me out. But, like, to be talking trash at 8 in the morning, like, you don't even know me. I don't even know. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just he's like, banging on bacon, bro. Yeah, he's trying to be something that I yeah. don't know how long this is going to last. I right. get it. You're new. You're in the UFC. You want people to know you. You want to do viral videos and be the guy that's outspoken. But man, if you after a couple years, is this bad boy tough guy? I hate everyone. Don't fuck with me. I hate everybody. Is this gonna last very long? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. After the fight, we go to the green room. We're backstage after the fight. We have like a green room. We go and eat food. And look, every time I've ever lost or won, I go and I shake my opponent's hand. You know, that's the point. It's yeah. over. It's, it's it's over. We don't have to have a beer with each other. But I'm gonna shake your hand. Or I'm gonna give you a, 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 a eye contact. Respect. The guy didn't look at me. Didn't give me anything. Didn't give me any respect. I saw in the cage, he kind of like did like a, a halfway bow, and I yeah. took that for what it was. I was a lot, but I thought he would, you know, at least come up to me and maybe be like, you know, whatever, man, you know, like good stuff. You were the better man that night. You don't have to say that I'm better than you, but just say, you know, you know, maybe you good know fight. you won that night. Good fight, something. Nothing, bro. He just he, he couldn't even look at me like. But so I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm getting at. But he, he, he tweeted was, at you afterwards the fight. <laughs> he wanted to run it back. He yeah, just, he wasn't yeah. wanted to have another fight with you. I mean, to me, it's just like. Bro, come on. Not only did I just, like, completely outclass you, but even aside from that, man, it's like he did nothing for me, bro. Like, I'm I'm nine fights in my UFC career trying to knock on a door at, at, at getting in the ranking so I could start my title run. And I go and I take a fight against this guy. Two fights in his career, yeah, but the only reason I took it is because he's got that mystique around him because he's right. an undefeated knockout artist. I beat him. I move up nothing. I move up nothing. I don't move up any spots, whatever. You know, he's ranked twi- two spots behind me. I think he's ranked 31, and I'm ranked 29. I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah, run it back. I'm going to fight you again where I, it, there's no profit. There's no gain from it. No, I'm, I'm tired of fighting guys that, that don't move the dial for me. I want to fight only ranked fighters now. I want to fight upward. Now, he's did he hurt you at all? No, nah, there was one time he kind of knocked me, hit me, and it knocked me off balance, and... um I kind of remember, like you know, feeling it, and then and then recover like a second later. Because it looked like you were tired, but you weren't acting like you were tired. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the I think even the commentator was like, I don't know, Alan looks a little tired, or he's a little yeah. dazed. Were you dazed or tired at all? No, I mean, I can't say I wasn't tired. I, it was, I would know I was in the best shape of my life for that fight. And it, this is the thing, to fight him, I felt like I was much. I felt it in a cage. I was much better than this guy, but. When you're fighting a dangerous guy who just kind of has nothing to lose, he just swings wildly, um, and he's got a good chin on him. I mean, I dropped him three times. He kept coming. Um, it's like you have to stay on your toes, on your A game. The whole so time. staying on my A game, my hands up, staying sharp, always, always moving, circling, doing everything kind of like – not saying I did it perfect, but trying to do everything as perfect as possible tires you. It's taxing. So it's like – you know, doing everything 110% for 15 minutes had me tired. It had me very tired. But um, well, it, it was wasn't awesome. like I was out of shape. I was so like, proud of you, man. You know, I was so happy for you. I mean, you, man. you beat this guy that was a bully yeah. that was not good for the sport, I don't think. I mean, he's good for the sport in the yeah. sense that you need bad guys, I guess. Right, right, right. But not even like – you're. But like, it, a line, it, it wasn't an act. It was just like, I'm going to murder you. It was so, yeah, so yeah. stupid. Did you and, see this guy who he's calling out now? Who? He's coming off the loss to Allen, and he wants Matt Brown. He wants Matt Brown, and he also called. Man, this is the fight that I'd like to see. The guy that I lost to, um, Albert Tumanov. Tumanov. Who I think Albert would murder him. I think Tumanov would light him Albert's up. Albert's got like 50, 60 professional, or amateur boxing matches before he even went professional MMA. And, uh, and Mike, Mike Perry had like three or four. Um, and he thinks if he's, if he's going to throw hands for hands, power for power against Tumanov, I think Tumanov is the sharper fighter. But they both have knockout power, so anything could happen. But I think Matt Brown uh, fucks him up. 
Yeah, how, do you, how does he? I don't want him to get that fight because yeah. that's the fight I want. I don't how think does he, he even get that deserves. fight? Yeah, how can he jump from thirty-one to fifteen when I'm trying to get the? Fight? So you want Matt Brown next? I want anybody in the top fifteen, but Matt Brown makes the most. I mean, I called out. I called out Matt Brown. I called out, dude. I've been on. I don't ever call out people. I'm a very kind of respectful. You kind of have to though. Not to re- pat my, exactly. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I don't like to talk trash. But this, the, the, the UFC is different. It's a different. It's a different beast these days, bro. And you gotta you gotta take initiative and get what you want. So this year. I called out Matt Brown, no response. I'm no, I, I can't remember for 205, I called out Cerrone. Or I said I would take this fight when Cerrone didn't have an opponent against Gastelum. Didn't get that. And then I called out Rafael Dos Anjos just recently um, when he said he was moving up to welterweight. No response from that. We got a hold of his management. We said, look, let's just call the UFC. You guys don't have, know who you want to fight? Let's fight us. We'll both call the UFC. We'll make this fight happen. Easy. They don't have to do any work. They never did that. So I don't think the Rafael Dosanjo's fight might be happening anymore. Have you ever sparred with him before? I never sparred with him, never trained with him. He's a beast. I've seen him he's, I've seen him in the gym. I feel um, like you're too big for him, though. I, I just, yeah, I feel like I would just do well against him, man. He's kind of a bully, but I don't know if he's going to be able to bully me too. You know, he's got a, he's a, lot, a lot of pressure, but moving up in weight, yeah. he's not going to do as much to me as he did to some of these smaller guys. Um, and then uh, I like I like my striking against did him. Did Matt Brown give you a response? Uh, not, not Matt Brown. I no response from Matt Brown, but I'm thinking that's what I'm thinking. If Rafael Dos Anjos isn't getting back to me, then I only want a number 15, 14, 13, one of those guys, which is a Matt Brown. Call out Maya. Who cares? Call out Ma- call out Maya. <laughs> right? I mean, you call the number, the number one guy, then they'll give you the number five guy, you know? That, yeah, right. Negotiating skills. I mean, it, it, to me, it's like, I just want anybody in the. I'm, I want to fight up. I want a top 15 guy because I'm tired of. You know, three-fight win streak this year, and I didn't even move up. I talked about you on the Jason Ellis show. I don't know if you yeah. heard. I no, actually – I said that uh, – and he was saying good things about you. He said you guys sparred together, you and yeah, Ellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We moved around to the, the – uh, but, but I said that uh, – I go, this, I don't understand the way they're doing things. And this mm-hmm. guy, Alan, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great dad, a great husband. Mm-hmm. He could bang any chick he wants. He doesn't. <laughs> he's a Versace model. He's a nice guy. He's a teacher. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a guy that – like people should people look up to. Like mm. I, I remember like, going to the going to the um, going to the gym, and, and you would come and you like one day you're like, who wants my my clothes? And you came in, you came <laughs> in with my clothes. I have yeah. your shorts and my. I and give my away thing. shit all the time. Yeah. I'm like, and everybody, and even girls are like, when Alan's fighting, and it's not like, funny, and man. like you, like hot girls root for you because you haven't fucked them. You know, like so. <laughs> so which makes him he's there's one I thing he wouldn't he, do well. <laughs> there's one thing he wouldn't do well. That'd be. Being a wingman, he, oh, yeah. he'd be the worst wingman. I mean, girls, <laughs> girls would fuck you and think of him. Uh, which, which I, I guess, don't even think it would you know, get what, that far. Like they're still fucking you. So I, I don't guess. think it would get that far <laughs> though. I, I love and I appreciate all those compliments, but I get it. I, I know that you know the UFC doesn't always. I don't. You know, if maybe that's not the picture that they want. You know, the, me or whatever as a personality or or being the good guy or whatever. Like I don't, I don't care. I just I just I'm not saying they need to fucking put all the promotion promoting behind me, but I just. I want what I feel like I deserve, and I want I want. You take a job in a company, you work there for two and a half years. You want to move up. You want to know that there's room for growth. You want to grow your money. You want to make a bigger salary. You want a, a bigger job title, and that's what I want. I've been fighting in the UFC for two and a half years, and I've you know what is my record? Six and two in the UFC. Never a boring fight. Exciting three three five of the nights. Like I'm tired of you know kind of like selling myself. But all I'm saying is. I've been that in that top 50 for two and a half years, and I want to fight the best guys in the world now. There's guys like Matt Brown, Jake Ellenberger, who on three fight losses or whatever, four fight losses, and they're not budging from the top 15. And I know they're fighting tough guys, but you got to have new blood, bro. It gets old. You can't have the same stale guys sitting in there. you got to have new blood going in there. And if they don't make the cut, then, then get them out. If I go in the top 15 and I lose one or two, 
Then, then knock me out. But give me the opportunity. Give me the opportunity. Now, uh, Travis Brown recently came to your gym. Uh, he left uh, Coach Edmund. I think that was the best news ever. Uh, Edmund was very upset because he had more shitty advice to give. But uh, so, was that surprising to you? Have you have you tra- trained with him? Tell me about Travis Brown. Man, this is like a hot story right now. But I got to be honest, I haven't seen Tra- I haven't been in the gym this week. But I haven't seen Travis Brown at the gym. So I don't know if this is just something that that um, you know the ball started rolling before it actually happened. But. Um, I, I this is I've seen Travis Brown in the gym before. He is he comes now and then and works on some things, but I've never seen him there since the day that he released it. Said that I'm I'm going over there. Right. He um I haven't seen him in the gym since that day. So great, it'll be interesting to see. Podcasting. This is great podcasting. Right now. It'll be interesting to see if um if he does show up over at the gym. All right. So this, uh, it's the return of Bubba Jenkins. Bubba Jenkins is here. Uh. He's the man. Your hair's getting long, man. Yeah, man. That's what happens when you don't cut it. Uh, yeah, nice job. <laughs> You're looking good. Is this? Is this? Uh, are you becoming a Rastafarian or something? What's going on? Well, I've had dreads since you've known me. Yeah, but they've been short. They've been short dreads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So dreads. his hair's grown. Yeah, so your hair's grown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same. I'm the same guy, bro. I've got long, long <laughs> Okay, you're not gonna go back to smoking weed and this stuff, or. I mean, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> All right. So, so how I are you? I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. So how how are you, Bubba Jenkins? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's been a while since I've been on the show. Yes, it's been a while since I got to see all your wonderful faces. <laughs> yes, we missed you, man. Yeah, man. Uh, every oh. time I see Bubba, I forget what weight class he's in. Man, <laughs> so does he actually? Uh, <laughs> no, so. man. Um, uh, I've been chilling with my new my new baby girl. Congratulations! So. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So and how and how's how's Dream, your old baby, getting along with her? He loves her. He's really? A, he's a he's a kind cuddler kind of guy. Nice. He's, he's not jealous at all. Nah, man. He's uh, anytime I've trained him to um to ask anyone who needs help when the baby's crying. Even if like, even if I'm in the living room, my wife's in the bedroom, and the baby's crying, he'll come ask me like, "You need help?" I'm like, "As a matter of fact, go have me that water." Who's that? Your, your son? Yeah, my son. How old nice. is he? He's two. He's two years old, and yeah. he's and he's kind of oh, taking he's, on that responsibility. Oh, he's he's Ram. he's wise beyond his years. Man. And your does your dog like the baby? My dog died, bro. My oh, dog sorry. Died, oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, man. So I've just been, you know, kicking everything around. Everything's nice. been going on. I'm not nice to your dog, guy. I'm, so, I'm sorry yeah, that I'm sorry a black that your little dog. spider got him. Really? Yeah. No way. Black widow spider. He got bit by a black widow. Yeah. yeah. How did I, How did you know that? How did you figure well, this out? Um, I he died while I was out of town. The last day that he was alive, I was I was packing up that night. He came up to me, kind of like. Ah, sickly, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of very docile and not like him, you know, because the day before he was running around all wild and everything like that, running around as normal, and he just seemed very like uh, lethargic and you know, kind of like I called him over to me, he kind of moped over, and I'm just like, you know, trying to look at him like, what's wrong with him, kind of thing. But it was late and it was kind of cold, so I'm like, all right, we'll just sleep on this couch right here, you know. Um, so I put him on the couch, and then the next morning. Um, I, I left to go out of town, and my wife called me, and she was like, "Hey, Ox is not moving. Ox is dead, pretty much." Oh. And um, so I'm like, "Hey, I'm trying to figure out what's going on." It, it was a pit, right? It was a pit. Yeah, he was <sighs> 85, 90 pounds. Um, uh. Uh, so I had my brother come pick him up, and you know, take him out. 
And the next day I got back, I started cleaning up, you know, the whole backyard and trying to get everything out of there that, you know, he, he dealt with and stuff. And I saw about three or four different black widow spiders. Fuck. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Especially in the spot that he laid Did you in. Did you see, uh, like, a, um, a bite mark or a bump nope, on him, on nope. your dog? My, my assumption is that a black widow got gotcha. him because now, the couch that he slept on and I was always on, that's where I found most of them. I'm, I'm curious just because, yeah. I, I like, in my place... Uh, I've got a dog and a kid, and and I've got black widow. I always see black widow spiders, and I'm always like doing little projects outside, yeah. and I'm always killing them, man. But yeah. people always tell me they're like, you know what? Black widows are actually very like they're kind of like shy. They're kind of like mm-hmm. private. Unless you unless you irritate them, they don't really come after you know. Right. But I still kill those fuckers every time I, I see them. them but time. I just wanted to know like if it was yeah. it, you know. No, it was it's just my assumption <clears throat> because nothing else has happened. You know, nothing else was different other than the fact that. After he died, I saw so many black widows. Yeah, no, I got. I'm really sorry, man. Yeah, sorry. Fuck. Yeah, it's all good though, man. I didn't get this. I didn't see him like stiff or dead or anything like that. He was just lethargic, and I think, you know, one of my friends was saying because he knew everyone knows my dog from everyone from college and everything. He said, man, the way that he kind of stayed up that night before for you, you know, to come say hi and. He was kind of saying his last goodbye, so it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty touched me for him to say that to where I thought, yeah, man, maybe he did hang on for an extra couple hours to, man. to make sure that I, I know how important my dog is in my life, and yeah. I, I really feel bad for you. Any, I have any time I, I drive and I see like lost dog a, a sign, it always gets me. I'm like, oh. I haven't run. Yeah. Since I saw my dog, maybe you can tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I haven't because I usually that was my running boy. You know, Are you gonna get another dog or no? I think having uh, two kids under two right now, yeah, uh, a new dog would would be would would be stressful on my wife. A bit much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna call right now Jocelyn Lieberger, who just retired from MMA. Retired, retired. Yeah. She was the first RFA champion. You were yeah. you were in the RFA. Yeah, I'm familiar with her. First 115 pound champion. Uh, she, just she, got, she just got tapped by Nina Ansaroff. Uh, she lost three. She lost three in a row. In the UFC. In the yeah. UFC. Uh, I remember she got the call up. She just retired. She just retired. Yeah, she she's, lost uh, in Phoenix. She's right? uh, she's, she's got to be a full time mom. Uh, I don't. I'm, we're going to talk to her about that. What she's going to do? She's got a hot wife. I'll tell you that much. She's, she's a lesbian. She's a lesbian. Oh. She turned her wife. Her Who wife gave it away there, Joe. Well, her, her well, okay. I just say she says, "Mom, her wife had kids previous from a from a guy, obviously from a guy, and and, uh, and then she was uh, her wife's trainer, and then they fell in love." And uh, now they have kids. That's cool. So I know, I know Bubba being the good Christian will love this. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> the good Christian. Sounds, sounds interesting. <laughs> Staying away from that. We're going to talk to Jocelyn right now. Uh, I like Jocelyn. Came to my show. What a cool chick. Hey, Jocelyn Liebarger, how are you? Good. It's Jocelyn Jones Liebarger. Well, Get my name right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Put some respect yeah, we, on we, her we name. We are off to a great start. Uh, <laughs> Jocelyn Jones Liebarger. <laughs> Uh, I'm here with uh, your uh, ex RFA partner, uh, Alan Juban. Yeah, what's up, Jocelyn? Hey, Alan, how are you? Good, good, good. Alan's. A, if you were straight, I'm sure Alan's the kind of guy you go for. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we have Bubba N- Jenkins. Not so much. He's a little pretty boy, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, shots. Yeah, she's like, uh, we got CB Gold, <laughs> uh, and then we also have Bubba Jenkins, NCAA champion. Bubba Jenkins. I was also in RFA. Are you in the RFA also? Mm-hmm. Nice. How many fights do you have in the RFA? Two. Nice. You were two and zero in the RFA, huh? Yes, sir. There you go. So, uh, how are you, Jocelyn? I'm great. How are you? Good. Congrats on your retirement. You 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 hung it up, right? 
Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, what happened? I, I'm just finding this new. It's Alan, Jocelyn. I'm just hearing for this for the first time. So what, what made you decide to uh, retire? Um, I, well, I announced it Thursday, but honestly, like the last six months, <laughs> like after my second oh. UFC fight, I was just, you know, just really tired. And to be honest, I, my wife and I, we have two little girls and it's time it's time to focus on them. It really is. I have our 12-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. She's number two in the state for swimming, seven in the nation. Like, I got to start traveling with her for her swim meet. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know you have a son, you know, mm-hmm. but I just am tired to that point where everything is about me. You know, mom's in fight camp, so we can't do this, or we can't, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? And I just, my girls are 10 and 12, going to be 11 and 13, and it's just time to, to focus on our family. No, I, 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 it is tough. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I'm 31, and February okay. would have been 10 years that I've been doing this. Been in the sport 10 years, yeah. Wow. About the same as now, me. Now, by the way, uh, Hanato Laranja just uh, showed up. I don't know if you know about Hanato. Yeah, yeah. He's a 27-time well, world champion. D- d- don't sound so fucking excited <laughs> over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you put a little more excitement on you there, okay? I know that you're a lesbian, but you're still attracted from me just a little bit in there. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay? Now, uh, now, Jocelyn. You guys, you guys see my wife. She's beautiful. <laughs> God, I, 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 I should see her, too. You do have a very hot wife. I've, I've, I've met your wife. She's beautiful. Now, now was wait, she... wait. Hold on. God, are you? Yeah. I, no, I just got confused what, you, you said, I'm sorry, well, you said, I thought you said your friend, your wife? Yeah, 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 she's a lesbian. How they did that? Uh, they got married. Yeah. My God. Yeah, we're, we're legally married. <laughs> but that's, oh. What's her name? Can well, we, can we before I cry. Or something? But. No, yeah, I, yeah, that happened. In America, women are allowed to get married But I thought it was Adam and Steve, not uh, Janine <laughs> and Garofalo. Uh, it, it might be Janine and Garofalo, but, uh, so. Now, 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 Jocelyn, your your wife. Now, she wasn't always a lesbian. Obviously, she had kids. Now, were you, were you the first girl that she dated? Yeah, yeah, I was. I'm, I'm the first girl Janet's ever been with. Uh, her story's a long story, though. I mean, I think you guys talked about it for a little bit when you when you met her. She was she grew up Mormon. You know, she always knew. You know, she wanted to be with girls and stuff. But when you grow up Mormon, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of you're told what to do and. And uh, she she was married for ten years. The kid's father, Brett, who actually is a great father. He's he's one of my best friends, to be honest. And uh, we're actually we leave Friday. We're taking the kids to Vegas, all three of us. So oh wow! Anna, Brett, and and the kids, and we all stay in one hotel room. Like we're we're a happy family, and we're raising these kids. You know, with nothing but love and. And raising them, you know, yeah. to love everybody no matter what. But you know, he, he's a great, he's a great dad. You know, let me tell you something. I tried to tell my a lot of my ex wifeys and stuff that that too. When they asked me for child support, I said, "Listen, you gotta haze that one on love." Boy, I'm out. <laughs> uh, Jocelyn, wait, hold up. So you guys are all sharing a hotel room. Now, does he ever try to get like something between? Like, do, do, do you guys all sleep in the same bed? No, no, no. <laughs> Why not? 
You know, do yeah, that. he can he taught a woman the best way to do it. So, Jocelyn, is that true? Intuitively, women know how to eat vagina. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how I know? You know how I know? How? Because when I'm watch a straight porno with yeah. a man and a woman, yep. Uh, the the <clears throat> when I see a man eating the pussy, yep. I fast forward that one. Why? <laughs> because it doesn't do shit for me. Right. But when. <sighs> God, are you? Sorry. When I see two two beautiful women together, yep. and one is know how to French kiss that woman's pussy, <laughs> I, I I feel like that's very sensual, and it's also turned me on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Hanato. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm not, well, I'm not gonna uh, to sugarcoat that one. No, no. I <laughs> I I totally understand. Um. So uh. So so Jocelyn, now that you're retired, I mean. So now, does your wife work? Is she gonna kind of be like? So now it's your turn to stay home with the kids, and 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 the uh, wife's gonna work. Um, I mean, yeah, she's always worked. She's always supported me 100% in what I do. Um, you know, on the side, I do do a lot of personal training, you know, certified personal trainer. Uh, I work with Mike Dolce and a lot of a lot of stuff, you know, online with, with clients helping with their nutrition and stuff. So I'm going to continue doing that, um, but still focus on the kids. And, and uh, I guess, yeah, kind of be that stay-at-home mom. But, I mean, I learned from her and we do this together still. So. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what? I mean, you you had some great great fights. Uh, your 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 last fight obviously didn't go your well your way. Nina, that was the best Nina and Sarah I've seen. I mean, uh, I I you know I mean, but you were hanging in there the whole time. And I even that, going into that last round, your coach was like, "Look, you're down two nothing. You got to knock her out to win." And you went for it. You went for it the whole time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's well. In I mean. If you guys watched the fight in the first round, I checked her second kick, and I thought I broke my foot. That's why I could not stand on it anymore. I actually have my appointment tonight again at 6.30, so I think I'm going to be having surgery on my left foot. And I could not walk after the fight. I was like, shit, my foot's broken. Um, you know, not saying I'm holding anything against her or excuses or anything like that, but I was just like, fuck, I can't stand up right now. And even when I was on my back in the first round, I wanted to go to Butterfly and get up, you know? And I just, I couldn't get my left foot there. Like, I put my foot on the ground to scoot my hips out. And I just, I when I put it down on the ground, I couldn't push off it. I was like, fuck, something's wrong, you know? But, but yeah, I mean, Nina was great that night. You know, both of us going in there, we both needed a win, and, and she got with it. She got the W, but... Honestly, I was ready to do this, win or lose. Like, mm-hmm. I knew this was my next step. Yeah. And I mentioned it to Jana, you know, during my fight camp and stuff. And she kind of stopped me. She's like, hey, let's just talk about this, you know, after the fight. And I said, okay, but it's just something I wanted to let you know that I've really, it's been eating at me a lot. 
Uh, I'd like to eat yeah. at you a lot. Boy. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 I got, I got to say, Jocelyn, you have one of the most amazing stories. So your, 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 your parents had three girls, right? Mm. Yep. And two of them became fighters, you and your twin sister, and your older one became a porn star. God, I uh, know. Which one is that? So, wait, the one I don't know that one. Wait, do I? <laughs> uh, what was her name? She, she's not retired too, right? Retired. Yeah, she's retired too. Uh, Re- her, retarded? Her name was no, 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 no. She's not retarded. She's retired. Oh, God, I. Yeah, she's retired. Her name was Dylan Ryder. Oh, I know that one. Dylan, Ry- <laughs> Dylan Ryder, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know her personally, but I know her work. Yeah, she's a, <laughs> yeah, she actually won on AVN. Yeah. Right? She's, she's a, a huge... Yeah, I now, know that now, one. Uh, now... She's nice. She seems very nice. Uh, but she, now, were you happy when she retired from that? Because that's got to be kind of rough, right, as a sister? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, it wasn't rough for us, but I knew... Uh, she knew she had, like, a... Um, kind of like a deadline point. I don't know how to how to... I don't know what word to use, but, you know, when, when her son was getting older, you know, so she actually, she retired, she moved out here. So she's here with us in Arizona now. She bought it. Um, she just lives out here now with us. And now we're all here. My mom and dad just moved out here. My twin sister, Jill, lives out here. And, um, but yeah, so. You know, and there's no shame in the game. You know, everybody out here is fucking each other. She's just, she's just not ashamed of that, and she showed that one. But everybody's doing the same fucking stuff. You know what I mean? Everybody want to criticize, and like, of course, nobody wants their children fantasize their children gonna grow up and be a porn star. But in reality, everybody is fucking. If you look at the streets, the traffic everywhere, everybody's a product of fucking. Okay, so let's stop pretending we don't curse, yeah. we don't fuck, we don't do whatever we do. Be honest about the shit. You know. So tell her I applaud her, and and at least she was getting paid not like some of the fucking girls that i'm deal with well, us, i mean it never bothered us it, 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 me and jill you know my twin sister my mom and dad like it never i mean it's not like we were sitting at home watching the shirt or anything like that but it never bothered us yeah so no we, what, like, can we safely say that all three sisters are good at taking shots to the face oh god <laughs> hello jocelyn Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. I, I said, can we safely say that all three of you are really good at taking shots to the face? Right? That's pretty much. Uh, pretty <laughs> no. much at, what, at one point we all were. That's good. That's good. Well, listen. I mean, look. I mean, look, all of you, I, I, look, you're right. I mean, my, my two hobbies are pretty much fighting and porn. So uh, your family has really uh, helped me out. <laughs> beneficial. <get> to, <laughs> been oh, beneficial in my life. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah so, yeah, so so thank you for that. Th- thank you to all three of you. You're providing a lot more than a lot of other people who probably criticize you guys, you know? Yeah, exactly. You, you guys are all pioneers, Every day. too. And that's the thing, too, is, like, me announcing my retirement, I got so much hate online, and I was like, really? Like, what the fuck does my life have to do with you? Like, fuck off. Like, me and Jana were laying in bed reading it. Poor Jana was getting all heated, and I'm like... Babe, I like I we're just I just laughed about it because I have no idea. Like I got mad at like some of the what people were saying, but it's like really like what does this have to do with you? Like what gives you the right to talk your shit online right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody well, won't pet mind don't mind their own fucking business. Everybody talk about they want freedom, but they ain't everybody's fucking business, boy. Why would they, anyone give you shit right? for retiring? You you were you were the RFA champion. You, you took a fight with Tisha Torres on four days' notice. You fought random Marcos. I mean, you, you fought some great girls. You, you know, you got a, you're, you're a great fighter. Why would anyone give you a hard time? 
because they're bored. I just, I, I don't get it, but you know, I had fun and I did. I had a blast, and I'm, I'm happy to say, and I'm excited, like so excited. I think the only sad part is like not seeing my teammates and John Crouch every day, you know, <laughs> which I'm not going to be a stranger to a lab. I'm going to still go in there with my teammates, but it's just, I'm excited. I'm excited for what's next. I'm excited to be with, with our family and, and just go from there. Well, listen, Jocelyn, you're an awesome fighter. You're an awesome person. You got a great family. How's your twin sister doing? Yeah, she's doing good. She's she's married, and uh, they have kids too. And she's just working. And uh, never mind her then. Busy, so we're just we're all staying busy now. What, a, what about Dylan Hyder? She was she still involved with somebody? No, she's she's currently engaged, and uh, she's happy, and she's oh. just staying busy with her with her son too. Uh. Now, like, would you and your wife ever have like a fun day where you kind of like? Took in a Brazilian six foot two guy and just like uh, took advantage of him and just even you know penis isn't your number one choice. You guys would still just have fun with him. No, not so much. <laughs> uh, um, not so less either. But come on, Hanato, have you ever open, been with have you ever been with two lesbians? Of course I have. And, and you know what? Open your mind. Don't be so close minded like some of the other people out there. You don't know if you didn't try it, some of that one. Uh, Alan, have you ever been with a, 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 a lesbian or? Um. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck out of here, Bubba Jenkins. Have, have, have you ever hooked up with Les? Uh, yeah, while he was asking, uh, <laughs> while he was trying to figure out his answer, I, I was trying to figure out if I've been with a lesbian. I've been with two girls, but I don't know if one was a lesbian. Wow. I, well, I mean, back at ASU, you must have had lots of threesomes, right? Yeah, but I don't know if they were. Oh, know, that's a good was, point. But I thought, okay, but I, I, I don't know if I I've been with. She was a lesbian. I don't know <laughs> if I've been with two uh, actual lesbian. I've been with two girl, but. I was one time a lesbian who was a full, supposed full lesbian, no fucking around lesbian one like that. Yeah. And I was weasel my way in there. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, good. Okay. And it was to change the. I've actually whole, turned uh, four course. girls into lesbians uh, <laughs> after being with me. So they. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, Jocelyn, uh, I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, I think you're an awesome person. So, okay, uh, how many fucking times? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for coming on the show. Thanks for coming on the show, Jocelyn. Ciao. All right, guys, take care. Take care, Jocelyn. Take care. Right, we're going to see right. you later. All right, that was, that was Jocelyn Leibarger. <laughs> well, you know. What's going on? Yeah, I like that, you know. She's cute. She, uh, she almost have a, a cross between uh, Chi-J Jilloshaw <laughs> and then also but someone also attractive to me. Uh, okay, so she has like a T.J. Dillashaw. Well, she may be up here, T.J. Dillashaw. Yeah. Down here, I don't know, like, uh, who's one of that girls? I don't know. Remember uh, the girl from the movie The Girl Next Door? Or, or what's the, she was on some show. I don't hear Yeah, that. yeah, Okay, cool. Yeah. So, Bubba. All right, listen. Bubba, Bubba Jenkins. Uh, so, I didn't almost recognize Bubba because he have a, he looked like a dreadlock bumble Ross now. <laughs> That's what I said. He looked yeah. like he's... All right, he got mad at me for saying that. But well, him, no, you, you laugh at. Uh, well, maybe I, I, I get mad at you? I said my hair is getting longer. No, no, it looked, it looked good. I just, you know, I'm not used to seeing that. I said, who is that? I said, you know, like before, I said, I, every time I said this, uh, I thought it was that lead singer from Soul to Soul. Yeah, now it's, it's, it's Bubba Marley now. Yeah, uh, no, I, you know, now, now to, to have some respect, Bubba Jank. Okay, got you, got you. Now, now, Bubba, how has the move to Kings been for you? It's been good, man. Uh, training at Kings is is always, you know, it's every Friday it's fight night. You know what I mean? With all the guys coming in there, trying to get it on and get it grinding. I thought uh, he was always there. No, he was at the body shop and moved to Kings. 
Yeah. Why so? Oh, I always thought, <clears throat> where the fuck did you change with uh, uh, Bombaras uh, uh, Diner Deuce or whatever? By uh, Benny Darius. Kings. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kings. Yeah. We okay, but that was a while back. Whatever, I don't know what. Listen, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, no, he was a, he was an ATT. Got a guy. You know, I don't even. Shop. I don't need to know now the whole fucking uh, has a man. Okay. So how's it's how's the same man? It's I mean you know with Rafael Cordero and all the guys that are in there. You always get some the best work with some of the best guys. So now I have some spies over there, and I asked, "How's Bubba doing?" They all say you're doing great, but they say that like they put you in there and they tell everyone to take your head off. They said, "Don't go easy on Bubba." Like, let's put it on them. Is that what's going on there? Sometimes, yeah. Uh, but I think you need that for preparing for what you need for fight night. Like, it, if you don't get the butterflies before sparring, then you're not really... A lot of times, I believe you're not doing it right. Because, you know, you can't just shut that on and off when fight night comes. You can't just have that feeling on fight night because it becomes mm. foreign to you. So you got to have that, like, Briar's Patch of... Oh. Having that nervousness, having that oh man, someone might knock me out kind of feeling every other weekend. The briar fright, patch, yeah, because when fright night comes, <laughs> you don't want that like random nervousness. You don't know how you're gonna react to that, so you might as well have it every other now and then. You know, for some of the other fans who don't know about the old uh, uh, Negro uh, fairy tales, maybe to tell them about uh, uh, about the briar patch and the bra- the briar habit and stuff yeah. like that. You know, yeah. that's from Uncle Chum Okay, I mean, yeah. Uncle Hemus. A lot of people don't know about the briar patch. Go look there. Yeah. Now, Alan, what were you saying about? Um, no, I'm just I'm getting caught up. So so when did you make the move to Kings? Uh, halfway through my last camp, getting ready for Georgie. Was there was there like a reason because of that? Just to... I, I just I think I was moving on from um, Body Shop and just you know I uh, our philosophy started not matching. And, right. Okay. Um, also, his wife was seven months pregnant, yeah. and then they decided to relocate to Big Bear. So he's like, so then the whole team left for Big Bear, and he except for him. So he needed oh, to get ready. Went to Big Bear, right? yeah, 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 yeah. You can't have. We a, had a, we had about five guys on that card uh, on the uh, August twenty mm-hmm. sixth card, and they wanted to go to Big Bear. I, I mean, we were trained at altitude. Kind yeah, of but thing, we were yeah. fighting here in Orange County, so it wasn't like you know we were going to altitude. So we needed yeah, to prepare it wasn't essential to go. Yeah, they just said, oh, we're gonna we're gonna go get away for three to four weeks, and I'm like, uh, yeah, that sounds cool, but I got a pregnant wife with a two year out the crib. Yeah. I can't like now. Just now you're me. at Kings, man. I've I've. I've trained with Hafiel a little bit back in the day when he was over at Black House, and I know that he kind of likes you, like like you said, man. He always liked it to be the sparring to be. He always would say like, "No more beautiful, no more beautiful shit." You know, people yeah. say oh, that's beautiful. He wanted like hard sparring. Which one, Hafiel Cordero? Hafiel Cordero. Okay, yeah. And and then uh, now at Kings, it kind of justifies what you're saying. They they go hard in sparring, right? Yes, on Friday, on yeah. Friday, because all all week it's like you know we're working on combinations, you're working on you know a fast pace of go fast. Maybe some things are hard, but not fast. Some Things are fast but not hard, and you're just mixing it up all week with boxing and Muay Thai and striking and all that. But I want then, you to put it together on And then on day. Friday, it's time to put it together. You yeah. know, all week you've been trying to figure out who, who you want to tag up, who just hit you hard when you were, you know. I are mean, guys going at it? Yeah, yeah, guys are going at Friday it. Friday yeah. is fight night, basically. <laughs> Friday, for fight yeah. night. Now, Friday Alan is, is calling out like Dos Anjos. <clears throat> you train with Dos Anjos. Yes. Uh, well, he kind of left, though, right? Didn't he kind of, or is yeah, he still he's, there? he's not at Kings anymore. So, Alan, so, so now you can say Alan would fuck up Dos Anjos, right? I would say what? Alan would totally destroy Dos Anjos. I can't, I can't say that. You know? <laughs> but it's a new weight class for Dos Anjos. Him being from 55 to 70. Is, it's, I'm excited to see what it looks like for him. I mean, Are, are you training with him weight. currently? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm not asking for secrets, but I'm just yeah. curious because I don't even think the fight's going to happen. Secrets. But is he training at the moment? Is he like motivated? Yeah. Because I, I, we were like I, trying to get responses and I haven't heard from him. So I didn't even know if he was like away from he, fighting. I don't think he's on that level. I, I don't think he ever really liked to have that. That trash talking, you know yeah. what I mean? When when 
when Connor came in trash talking and stuff like that, he was really wasn't. Yeah, that's not his style. That's not his style. Yeah. His style is to you know yeah. show up on fight night. Like he does it all with talking. When uh, he fought Diaz at one time, and they almost got in a fight in the mm-hmm. back room and all that stuff. That night he could have ended Diaz a couple of times, and mm-hmm. he just went literally, literally just wanted to kick his leg off, kick yeah. the shit out of him. So I mean, he's not the, the shit talking. Yeah, know, no, I'm, I'm not either. So, I just, I just say like I want to fight. Uh, but I haven't heard back from him, and I, I'm just asking. I was thinking, you know what? Maybe he's not even in fight mode. Maybe he's like, let no, me get away training. from we, the scene. We, so he's in training. He just doesn't know what he wants yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think he. I, I mean, all smart uh, fighters, you know, get to pick and choose what they want to do. Especially if you're a former champion, right? Um, you know, everybody kind of wants that 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 piece of the pie. I know if I know if when Daniel comes back from you know being golf and we're all in Bellator, everybody's gonna want a piece of that pie. Whether he was former champion or current champion, you always want to. Test yourself to see, man. If I beat him, I know mm-hmm. I could have win it or kid could win it. So everybody wants that that taste. So you know when he changes weight classes, I believe everybody who's established at 170 is like, hey, whoa, 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 back up, homeboy. Like you know, let's yeah. wait. So you went to his new gym with him? Which new gym? Dos Anjos' new gym. I've, I've trained at Cabo Chapel with him. Oh, right, oh where? Oh. Cabo Chapel. He's a, you're the wrestling coach there, right? Mm-hmm. Cabo Chapel. Oh, it's Chapel Chapel Wrestling. Calvary Chapel. Calvary yeah. Chapel is like one of the best wrestling what high the fuck schools. It's called Calvary Chapel. Oh, so, hey, it's a I Christian can't hear high school. Everybody's mumble mouth. It's, it's one of the best Chapel. wrestling high schools Cabo in the country. Chapel. We actually okay. went up against their middle school one time. They're like, "Hey, we want to do a scrimmage," and my kids are like, "Sure." So they before the match, they put their hands in and go, "Go Jesus!" And then go, no. and I they swear, well, they did it back then, and then all my kids started laughing. They say, "Glory to God." Okay, he's the one that they, they, they say, say glory Jesus. to God. They say one, two, three, glory to God. Well, there you go. They said go Jesus when we were wrestling. Yeah. They didn't, they and if you were making up this Jewish, he's one of the one that killed no Jesus. Way. Yeah, no, of no, course. Go right. Jesus. That Dude, sounds so corny. There's no way they're saying Jesus. that. And if, First of all, the Romans killed Jesus. No, he was a Shylock. I wasn't there. Uh, you landed money landing and then never to charge Jesus. I know what you're talking about. You're right. It's a Jewish. Tell them the history. Listen. Then there was create dallies and... Listen, black Israelites. That's not what happened. Okay, Listen. What, what happened? They said go Jesus, no, and then my kids started laughing, and then they beat the shit out. You don't have no knowledge of self. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you're not woke. Yeah. So, so, so that's the high school to go to, though. For it's a great high school for wrestling. Oh, great! Go I mean, fight high school kids, okay? And if they're hiring Bubba Jenkins to be their high school coach, then you know that they're right. I mean, oh, you're, you're the high school coach. Right? I'm one of the high school coaches. Gotcha, Jacob okay. Harmon is the, nice. the head. Coach. Do they have a female wrestling team over there? They do. Oh, carajo! Yeah, they a do. lot of the. I know that Jessica Penny and them used to train over there. Yeah, a lot of girls still come in. Um, no. Not only that, but a lot of jujitsu people come in all the time. You know, so it's. When we do our, our wrestling, there are there's an MMA mat and then there's a wrestling mat. So a lot of times we blend the two if we're working on specific things that will work in MMA about wrestling, like finishing takedowns. That's both styles. Oh, MMA. God, so, are you? So, we got to hear that. We got to fight over that fucking thing. I mean, it's, it's either that, that or Alan's pretty hot. It's, it's not that hot. hot. It's Alan. Oh, the heat, I'll, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll put the heater on. I'll just open the door. You put the heater on? Uh, it was not- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I, I hate this fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> and when I came up the stairs, it smelled like hat poison. Uh, I, I could smell chemicals. They're, they're fucking fumigating this joint. I hate this. 
And then when he says that he have the nerve to say uh, Alan Jobon gonna be in studio today, a fucking studio. You mean uh, in, in studio in studio apartment? Studio, you fucking guy. Studio apartment. Exactly. You know what? This is a this is a ter- this is terrible. And you, that cat, that cat, that cat. I feel the same way. The cat. Look at him. He looked like what the fuck did I did to deserve this? To live with this fucking guy. Oh my god. Uh, so Bubba. You haven't had a fight in uh, six months. Is there a reason? Um, <laughs> I, I can. I, I, yeah, there's definitely a reason. I don't know what the fuck's going because on. Because he's black. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, black? <laughs> that's a good. That's a good one. That's a good reason. I, I, I put that on the box as well. I've thrown that up there to, to, to just check. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I've been waiting for opponents. They keep giving way on everybody that I want to fight. They're like, go oh, call somebody out. Then I call people oh, out. And- what about that guy talking a lot of guy from Ireland talking shit about yeah, you? What's Gallagher. his name? Who? James uh, Gallagher. Yeah, dude Gallagher. from Ireland. The Gallagher is talking shit. The comedian. Yeah. Gallagher. This fucking guy is so washed up. The Gallagher. <laughs> yeah. And then he was, had his twin brother. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah. And then now he's going to do MMA. Yeah. You, you would fucking kill Gallagher. I yeah. guarantee. I'll put 100% All of yeah, my money on hammer, Gallagher. Yeah, but he can't use that one, okay? And I know, I, I know that he's gonna have extra incentive because Gallagher was destroyed a lot of watermelons in his China. Okay, so you know, just just to yes, to get I'll, this I'll stuff straight. Okay? But no, James Gallagher uh, started chirping up after he beat uh, an old teammate of mine. Now that was a good fight, though. That guy almost won. Yeah. Uh, well. The, Anthony Taylor, yeah, and they call him Pretty Boy, which I don't know why they do that. But Anthony yeah, Taylor, yeah, I, I'm, I, you know, he's good looking guy, okay, but I'm bad at look. If, if you, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I put my money on you. Yeah. Um, but I've trained with Anthony, and he's not in any way, shape, or form at the caliber of the guys that are at the top in Bellator 145. Right, and um, I just believe that. I mean, Anthony couldn't last around with me. Like literally could not I mean Sparring Training Jiu Jitsu Whatever He's not a wrestler But he claims wrestling Because that's the only He knows how to Black man take you down Double leg You know what I mean Like a a football Yeah he knows how to Football tackle He knows how to Ray Lewis your ass But that's about it He didn't He didn't didn't come up In boxing So he stabs you too he, well, he's right, from right. Oakland, he so he can. The parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Oakland's dangerous. In, I know inside that the gym is cool, but outside the gym, you never know what you're going to get with him. Yeah. Right. But um, he's not um, a strategic like I'm a wrestler kind of guy. He he never really truly wrestled at any any level at you know in, in high school. Or anything well, you like better that. stay the fuck out of Oakland. So yeah, you, you heard what they did to <laughs> Biggie Small when he was out there. E40 almost they almost uh, they kidnapped that motherfucker. Really? Yeah, you look it up. <laughs> right, I'm, not, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. And also look up Hammer and Third Base uh, assassination. <laughs> they got to a fight with Third Base and Hammer. Ham, uh, look it up, and you're gonna be fa- the viewers, the listeners. Look it up. Look, Hammer was a fucking gangster. I heard that. And look it up. Uh, oh, even, yeah, even, even, even. Uh, ah, fuck. What's his name? Uh, uh, method man and and, and headman yeah. headman uh, have a story that 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 hammer stepped to him and he and he was like he didn't want no fucking part of what hammer was was uh, are we talking about up. mc i, I swear <laughs> I, know seems, I, I know it yeah. seems like the craziest fucking thing you ever heard look up look it up on youtube just put in hammer uh you know at kill try to kill uh third base or right. hammer headman and watch what comes up the viewers and i want to hear what you guys had to say I about that was almost like a different hammer no, it's one of the funniest yeah 
because you always think somebody's soft. Can't touch like Jodeci, you think, oh, these guys are singing songs. Go fuck <laughs> around with Jodeci. You know what I'm saying? Like, go step to Jodeci, see what happens to you. You know, just because they sing a, a certain kind R&D, of style. Yeah. You know, or, or they look at me and they look at the, the combination skin and they, and they think, you know, and then guess what? They happens think you to soft. That one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You never yeah. know about these fucking Because you light skin. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I also hands hard and shit in those pants. Well, that he's also, there a lot of women said he was packing from that video Pumps when he threw pop on a bump because they, he heavy the, 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 it's not a cod piece. It's more like a jock strap. Right. And you can see that he's have a lot in there. Right. Okay. So back to you. Anyway, so, uh, I, I, I digest. I got off on so, a different point. So, I mean, are you contacting Bellator on a weekly basis saying, I want to fight these people or? I wouldn't say on a weekly basis. Um, you know, it's always like, we'll get back to you. We'll get you an opponent. We'll figure out something, you know. Uh, I think a little bit of it is giving me the runaround, but a little bit of it is like trying to get me the right fight. You have um, one more fight in your contract. One more fight. And I've never declined any fight of anyone. <laughs> um, I've asked for a pit bull on a short notice. I asked. I, oh, I pit said bull's that I fighting would, now? No, not, not the rapper pit bull. Oh, okay. Okay. I said I would take Pat Curran in Italy. They didn't give me that fight. <laughs> I, I asked for um, Matt, Matt, what is his name? El Matador Sanchez. Yep. Um, they didn't give me that fight. I've been asking for James Gallagher because he's calling out all, the, all, all these the names. The Matador, Gallagher. <laughs> It's him, I mean. I, I asked for Justin Lawrence. I, I said I'd fight Justin Lawrence, <laughs> and they used, gave him away. Hold on. You used know, to what? So. No, I used to watch WWF. Yeah. And then some of the fucking kids was into WCW. Yeah. And they knew all those fucking guys. And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> yeah. I never heard of these fucking guys. And he reminded me to, to Bellator. You know, something. I like a lot of the guys like yeah. Boba Janks. But then you hear these guys and Snake Eyes and the Matador and fucking <laughs> uh, uh, Gallagher. And the guy's going to came out on a fucking dinosaur or whatever. And I go, Boha, <laughs> is he remind me of, you know, sometimes you into Marvel and then, then DC and <laughs> yeah, then you yeah, get yeah. confused but anyway yeah <laughs> now did you watch Bellator last week yeah, yeah. Now, what did you think of Georgie uh, I didn't think he had his best performance no um, yeah no, no. he didn't look that good um, the other kid looked not too shab yeah no not too shab Georgie came out on the third in the third he actually started fighting his fight True, but then the like, other kid was doing his shit yeah I'm not sure he was really like Concerned though, because he knows he's moving to 155. So the one you always want to have a win, though, man. Yeah, but he didn't look like you know you've seen him in other fights where he looks really, really good. And this one, it was just like. Plus, I don't know. Do you think that that illegal knee hurt him? Because he took two. Okay, tell me this. I don't. What do you think? It It uh, looked like it was a little bit of 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 getting some wind back. Yeah, he was tired. Because when I looked at the heat play, not I don't not to disparage. Uh, but 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 when I looked at he play, <laughs> no, I didn't he was saw a lot of contact there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's tight. But, you, and, but then I, I mean, saw that's a lot part of, of like, Oof, that's part of strategy. Yeah. You know, when well, you're I would on do your, the same stuff. Absolutely. But I'm just, when I see when a you're, spade, when, when you're I call a, a spade, a spade. You know what that is? About. Yes. When you're a fan at home and you're just watching, you know, you're like, oh man, you, you got to get back in there. That didn't even hit you. But when you're a true, true fighter, and you're like, man, this, this, my kids. Yeah, of course. Trying to get fed off of this, my future. Depends on this win. Mm-hmm. Things are happening. You want everything to be in your favor, whether it's okay, it's an eye poke, and you have five minutes and yeah, you take you 30 take, seconds. Why don't you take the you four and a half that. minutes? Yeah. And, and, I, I, and, and I, I really, couldn't agree you know, more, my brother. Really what happened with the Gracie fight? That was one of the worst fights I've ever seen in my life. Trying to life. compete with Dada and Kimbo. <laughs> you know what, though? I have to, to say, I uh, not that I was impressed with, with uh, Halleck. Uh, with Halleck striking or something, but to be honest, I thought that what's the fucking other guy's name? Kosaki Kato. Kosaki Kato. 
whatever is that guy. Yeah. Um, he, I thought he was gonna because of the knockout power he have and what he's done. Against to, Joe like, Schilling, and I'm a big Joe Schilling's fan. And I just thought he was gonna be able to, you know, kick uh, Halleck's head off there. And and the fact that he just didn't get fucked up by the strikes Hilly at all. Yeah. And then it wasn't able to Hilly take him down very easy. I I I think that maybe if you know you don't you you put him off the shelf for a little while and just have him to focus on striking day and night, you know maybe he could have. Uh, he took uh, eight years off. Right? I understand. Yeah, but saying. maybe the guy could have some fucking future in that. I mean, it's not like he was just a bum off the street that just got the yeah. shit kicked out of him in thirty seconds. I mean. God, are you? You know, it wasn't entertaining. I understand, but he he did, frankly, better than I thought was gonna happen. I mean, there was just too much respect in my eyes. I mean, like, both parts. Yeah, part. Yeah, I agree. Karate Kato was too. He was giving Gracie too much respect. I mean, yeah, he don't want to go to the ground with him, but he went to the ground and nothing too bad happened. But but like, except for the end of the fight. Right, right, but 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 Halleck doesn't have any any wrestling, so it's like he shouldn't he shouldn't have given him that. He should have tried to knock his head off. Yeah, he should have tried to knock his head off. If he gets engaged, he doesn't have any wrestling to take yeah. you down. You can disengage and yeah. get back into striking. But they were both just playing a tentative yeah, game true. for way too long, and and I don't think I don't know if Halleck's gonna get another shot. Yeah, it was not Bellator. fun for the fans. I, I, I know that much. By the way, Joe Schilling and Phil Baroni are going at it. Uh, I guess Nate Diaz oh, posted really? a posted a picture of. Uh, of him, Schilling, Nick, and someone else. And it's like, yo, hey, hang with the crew. Uh-huh. And then Schilling, and then Baroni's like, why you hang with that buster? He's a fucking loser. Which one? Uh, about Schilling. Baroni started, and then, and, then, and then he responded back. And oh. now they're going back and forth on what Twitter. What a perfect this has been going hey, on set this a up. fight between Bahoni and 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 like the two hundred nine crew, whatever. <laughs> like uh, the, the shit talk, the New York Long uh, Island Guido badass. shit yeah, versus yeah. the. I, I mean, what could be more delicious than East, that? East versus West. That was Biggie but, and Tupac again. That would be again. the most delicious. But ten years ago, I don't give a years fuck. Ago. I'm talking about the shit talkings. I'm not but talking I think about Bahoni would be down if they set it up. Of course, you know? it would be down. The shit talking on there would be the most fun and Baron. He knows that one because why he's doing that. Yeah. He don't need to put right. that. Is Baroni is he signed in? Any he wants position? to fight him in Ryzen or yeah, fight Vanderlei in Ryzen. He's, he's, not in, he's not in Bellator though. No, he's in China. Now, Look, who do you think? Who funny. do you think wins in a in an MMA fight, Baroni or Schilling? At this point, I I, I would have to. I, not, I used to be a big fan of Baroni, but I haven't seen him fight lately. Yeah, uh, he was always you know one of that old school guys like just gonna knock your head off. Or well, he knocked out Dave Many was a thing of beauty. <sighs> yeah, because he was. The, we found out that he was the best ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm the man. Yeah, but 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 uh, now I feel like one thing is youth is not on his side. Yeah, and I feel like this one other thing, even Link. though Bahoni is a great uh, hustler. Yep, he don't really use that. He yeah. he just swing for the fence. So Joe Schilling, if it's gonna be on the feet, Joe Schilling is a better kickboxer. Kill you know what I mean? Uh, but but. Bohoni has that power, so you know. I mean, but if you, of course, he have a chance to win. He could knock fucking knock him out cold. But if you're gonna bet the money, you know, I'm gonna put. I used to, to watch. Josh Brony, I remember in high school, I used to watch Brony wrestle at like tournaments. Yeah, he was a heel. He was the exactly the same way he is now. He was this way too tan guy with a strut and sunglasses, yeah. Yeah. like a 17 year old version or 16 of, of what you see now. And but he was he was the man. Yeah, yeah. it's like going to he remind me of like going to a pizza place in Bensonhurst. Or yes, something. somewhere where you don't you're not invited. People like me, it's not invited. Well, uh, who do you think wins that fight? 
I mean, if I haven't seen, you know, last time I was in Thailand, I'm driving around in Phuket on a scooter, and who do I see walking down the street? <laughs> like the, the most Thai ghetto street. <laughs> Phil Baroni walking down the street, eating, yeah. eating some Thai food. Yeah, he lived, he lived there. He, yeah, lived, he lived there, there for a while. And he no, was I just, think he still lived there. He's just wandering the streets, man. Yeah, he's, I mean, you know, he just went to get some food, but it was just it was just funny. I'm, I'm driving by on a scooter in Phuket, Thailand, and I see Baroni. But what I'm getting at is uh, there's no point to that. <laughs> no, that's interesting. If, if, if Baroni has any youth or athleticism or explosiveness and he's able to get Joe Schilling down, then he could have that factor win by taking him down and making just, it kind of a boring You think fight. he would, though. I don't, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. If Roy's are legal, though, if, 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 let's say they're not testing at all uh, in – in Ryzen, which they probably don't. Probably don't. Okay. Hoyt is not going to uh, work on uh, uh, striking technique. The Hoyts would help with the um, with the wrestling. With the wrestling, but I just feel like Bahonis are very macho gentlemen, and he's gonna. I, I feel, of course, of course, if he could take him down. If I mean, if he just went for the boring. I mean, he's I'm, one and nine in his last. If, 10 if he fights, just went, not exactly gonna win. If he just team. went the oh, boring, yeah. okay, the well, boring house and <laughs> just said, Nah, I don't fucking mind what Uncle Hanash is talking about. Go on. I'm yeah. only the fucking half Tresvant of 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 a fucking Valley Trudeau over here. Go on, go on. Uh, so um, <laughs> anyway, I forgot my train of thought. Uh, but but fucking Joe, oh, Joe, Joe should murder him on the feet. Yeah. I agree oh, with oh you. Bohony, if he was to do a boring fight and just take him down, of course he he's he probably gonna win. I put the money. But the stuff is. He's not gonna do that. He's gonna go fuck that. I can fuck this guy up on the feet. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And 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 that's probably what's gonna happen. So, well, whatever. I don't fucking know. What do I care? Why Shilling are we talking about him, this Shilling shit? Shilling called him a wife beater. That really. He goes, go beat your wife. Did he did that? Yes, yeah, history. I don't know if he I did never it. heard. No, and I, 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 like, I met his wife. She's so he's super just, sweet he and cool. Oh god, I maybe so. Maybe. But I never. Yeah, I never heard of Bohoni doing that. But yeah. who the fuck knows? I'm not sure he even he actually could even beat his wife. I think she would win. Who the, who's his point. wife? <laughs> who's his wife? This is hot, Angela Baroni. Angela Baroni, beautiful. Definitely watch this fight. Beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, and and I hope they get the fight because I I want Brody to get a payday, and I, I, I like football. Uh, uh, call off your goon. Why? Why is he on? Uh, I'm looking at this guy. <laughs> Where else do we get this kind of periscope? This I don't know, talent? but hey. But do you not want him to periscope? No, it? you can periscope, but I feel like he's watched me. I feel like he's got. I feel like he's have that camera on me, though, on the money shot the whole time. You know, give some other guys a little uh, so shine. So this Friday night in Bellator, a guy that you fought, Alan. You're just trying to get hits uh, off Chitty, of me. Chitty bang. It's fighting, oh, yeah, yeah. It's oh, fighting, it's fighting he, Mel- is Melvin Gallard. He's going to knock him out. You know that? Oh, he's fighting Melvin. Yeah. Yeah. Main eventing too. Main right? event. Yeah. He I feel knock- like I'm Mel- excited about that. Melvin. He's going to knock Melvin out. Yeah. 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 I feel Chitty, like they're going to knock Melvin out. Yeah. I mean, I mean Melvin round. is not nearly the guy that he was five, six, Second however many years out. ago. Plus, he's a 55er. He's a shorter guy. His chin is gone. Um, Chitty's, Chitty's going to just pinpoint accuracy. days by some wind. Dude missed the punch and it like, literally, yeah. clearly missed the, the punch. The win hurt yeah. him, huh? Oh, I thought, he said, so, I thought he said days yeah. by a win. This like he a, won and still was. This is kind <laughs> of like a perfect That's matchup for, for, for Chitty, Chitty, man. Yeah. Chitty's getting better. It's a setup. He's, 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 he's a guy. Good, Chitty man. has always been a dangerous, dangerous yeah. motherfucker. I don't know why. I remember he's watching him in the RFA when I was there. He's inconsistent, is why. He's 16 and 4. He's the kind of guy that he'll fight. 
two or three times, have this momentum. Everybody's like, damn, this guy's a killer. Then he won't fight for a year. Or he'll uh, go and take a Muay Thai fight. Or do, uh, you know, he doesn't just man, He needs focus. He needs to focus and well, say, I'm going to be the Bellator champion. I can understand if, whatever. If, that is, if, if that is on him. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't fought in six months, and I, you know, that ain't on me. But. but you're all about MMA. You're all about yeah. being the best yeah. in Bellator. You're not yeah. taking, like, boxing matches or kickboxing, you know. Yeah, don't I mean, worry. We're not I don't know what he's done that much lately, but I know he's had inconsistencies in the past. What's his brother doing? You know his brother? His, yeah. bo- his brother. He's still, you He's about no. to fight Lion. No, he, he's um. He's not another Anthony UFC Jaquani no is going to be not main eventing, but he's he's Muay Thai now, so he's going to be oh, one of the headliners no. oh, Lion on fight. Lion Fight oh, in like okay. two weeks. He had some crazy knockouts in WEC. I like yeah. both those guys. I like the yeah. both away, and I like those guys uh, Instagram. That's probably the main fight Anthony. over the game, or over the TV remote. Mm. I mean, oh god, I, those, a, those two guys. Imagine fight. those fucking guys. They're from uh, they're from Nigeria. Yeah, but yeah. they've been in America for quite some time. They don't sound like they're from Nigeria. Yeah, no, no. All those Nigerian guys are very athletic and explosive. Oh god, are you? <laughs> I uh, never heard that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> also, uh, David Rickles. Black people are like what? It's a catchweight fight too. It's a catchweight. Yeah, cool. cool. In the middle. David Hickel. Uh, no, it's a catchweight. Uh, the uh, Chitty and Melvin. Is oh, a the other one. It's like one sixty one. It's a catchweight. Yeah, it's a catchweight. One sixty one or something. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the weight, but yeah, it's, it's a catchweight. Chitty's a catchweight. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think Melvin. Not below seventy. I think it's one sixty one. I don't know why I have that in my mind. This is bad news. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I don't. Chitty can't ever well. make weight. Chitty never makes one seventy. Oh no, he, that that's part of his inconsistency. You know why? Because uh, um, he misses weight all the time. He's he's a big man. He's like six four. Is that that ni- a Nigerian food? Huh? <laughs> Nigerian, <laughs> aka hibs, uh, coleslaw, uh, baked macaroni, turkey no wings. He, he, he's a guy that you know misses weight uh, pretty consistently. So if they're doing anything <laughs> below one seventy, then it's not happening. It okay. says one seventy five. Oh, okay. okay there yeah, you go. Collard green. Catch weight of above. That's so, so Bernard is a 55er fighting up and weight at 170 yeah, at a catch rate of 175. That's even worse. It, it's like the worst case scenario. For, <laughs> this, that's so this, weird. They're allowing Chitty. Yeah, this is this is a bad, this, great for Chitty. Bad for Melvin. This is what we call an alley oop. Somebody, yeah. don't, <laughs> like, uh, somebody <laughs> don't like. Somebody don't like Melvin Gillard. Hey, I I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I was always a fan no too defense. of Melvin Gillard. I don't have no ill will toward Melvin Gillard. Yeah, definitely yeah. not. But I like the way he's, he's just not the yeah. same no, guy. I know, I know. You know? I, I always he, disappoint because he has so like much potential. When, when I ran into Sage Northcutt over the weekend, I was like, hey, how's it going, fan? And he's like, yeah, man, I came for my next fight. It's going to be at 55. I only walk around at 172. He's explaining to me. I'm like, it's, dude, you don't you have to. You don't have to. Yo, you know, you know what's so fun? I love about him. There's no way that fucking kid walk around at 172. He's, he's, he's not that big. I, 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 72? No, he's probably more than that. Okay. He's Let's to look at something. Uh, what's that? You get a, he, he took a picture with you. Yeah, he was trying. He asked you, or did I, you ask him? I gave. <laughs> I gave to him a private. I gave to him and uh, Woodley a private. Right. So they, uh, nice. To work on some of the jujitsu skills for that guys. Okay. Was it hard for you to teach them because they're so, at such a lower level than you? No, no. Oh well. Yeah. So now. <laughs> so now, keep bear in mind this. I'm about. On my lightest day, I might be 185. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Probably close to 190, okay? Yep. I don't know how the fuck wait uh, Chi- Chiron Woodley. Yes. Yep. And then look Sage Northcotch. You're going to tell me that that motherfucker weighed... Uh, yeah, he doesn't look like 172. Less than us? No, you're right. But, look, that's, look that's, that's, what, but that's what he I told mean, me. I mean, I'm not trying to despair. I'm just saying, it, by my eye chest, 
But yeah. what I, I can't imagine that he he walk around at once. Well, it's just weird yeah, that he's, he's got legs. Too, but it's legs. funny though because a guy like this, I mean, he was obviously a very nice kid and yeah, but, but like, very nice kid. What when, kind when, of insecure when, to be telling me what he walks around at? Like, well, whatever. Maybe know? he, he just want, maybe to me you know too. what you know. Sometimes people say shit like, "Hey, one day I'm gonna be in the UFC. I'm gonna do." It. You know, when you say it to people, you just really saying it to yourself, yeah. like. I can do that, you know, putting it out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people, you're like, why are you telling me? You know, like, it, it, like that kind of shit. Okay. Hi, yeah, maybe, you know, I don't think he's trying to fucking bamboozle you. No, not at all. He's going to have to come down to it. He's the one who have to lose the weight. I just think he's actually was embarrassed by his fights or he felt bad about his fights. How could you not be? I mean, he's, you know, because the kid got a lot. I'm going to tell you the truth. The kid got a lot of fucking potential. Yeah. They just put him too quick. And that's what yeah. I told him. Yeah. They put him too quick. <laughs> the kid is fucking 20 years old. I know. I guarantee you, once that kid's grappling come up to the level he's gonna be a fucking a force because he's got he's got offensive wrestling you see it you know he's got good takedowns offensively and his karate is insane wait till wait till the fucking kid gets some some jujitsu on the ground he just need a lot more jujitsu that's all i love the fact that everywhere he goes he feels that he's required to wear full reebok gear (laughs) (laughs) yeah you notice that bro like he goes on when he he goes he went on ufc tonight everybody was like swaggered out tyrone tyrone woodley and and wonder boy everybody had their kicks and their fresh gear on he had the Reebok, yeah. you know, the Reebok gear that they give us in the bag every every yeah. time we fight. Like yeah. he's like he thinks that he has to. Yes, he wore for Halloween. Gear. I'm like, dude, you're allowed to have a costume. He's a nice kid. He's just you know, he's just yeah. a young kid. You he's know? young. That's it. Yeah. So, like so he's, he's a old, young man. kid, and I think his parent, you know, he's live a life where you know, almost like a, you know, sometimes these Olympic athlete or or certain people who, like a like a like a gymnastic star or something. You know how they kind of live that sheltered life where yeah. it's like. They get, you know, they drive, the parents drive them to the fucking stuffs and then yeah. they do that and we're going to take you meals and we take care, you know what I mean? And they, they kind of, maybe he haven't been on the street. Well, you know, that, but also a very structure, of, you know, of, yeah, it's like they're keeping him away from the bad shit. Yeah. But they, then also when you don't get a chance to mingle with the, with the other fucking, the more grimy parts of life, you don't get a sense of certain other stuff. His, his, his dad seems very involved in everything yeah. that he does. Yeah, yeah. You, know you know what I'm saying? It's like so, his dad is his coach. Is yeah. It kind of overpowers him. They seem like he can, they're kind of wealthy, too. Like when you see oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's making good money. I mean, yeah. he started off in UFC at, what, like 50 and 50 or yeah, something? he's doing good. The kid's doing good. He's at, spending it all on apples, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so Aaron Darrow versus David Rickles. Who's Aaron Darrow? I have no idea. I know Dave Hickle. <laughs> Dave Hickle's a good fighter. I like that guy. Uh, but I don't know who you know Aaron Darrow. Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah. What organization is this? Oh, Aaron Darrow, you know him? He got lost oh. in my baby Browns. I saw. Look, he was just did this. Um, <laughs> okay, AJ McKee is fighting Brandon Phillips. Yeah, now who's I know AJ McKee, but fucking who's who's the fellow? Brandon Phillips is six and two. Another can. Oh, can. don't say that about the guys. I can. Uh-huh. What the fuck? They're, they're you're gonna hunt into that guy. You're gonna be asking for an autograph of that guy, and he's gonna put. He's gonna he's stab you in off. the yeah, in yeah. the with the trachea with the pen, I think, I think like AJ, Casino. I think AJ's super talented, and I don't think they're giving him a step up in competition yet. I'm gonna give you a step up. All right, so uh, Brandon Phillips is six and two, and why he's holding he, a mic like he's a he stand-up comedian? He's an American top team, OKC. Because I did it once. Uh, AT, I didn't even know they even had one. In Oklahoma City American top team. Well, uh, if you give the headquarters some money, they'll. They'll stick it on he lost to uh, Bryce Mitchell in World Series of Fighting. He no beat Chuka Willis. Lost to Ray Wood. Okay, this is the fucking fans. He's starting to to beat, to to. He fall beat Tanya Evinger's brother, Owen Evinger. Uh, but yeah, he okay, let's move on. Okay, he lost to Ray Wood, and um, AJ just smashed on Ray Wood as a better athlete. 
Okay, so oh, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about about how good uh, uh, King Mo looked on, on the Bellator. Is it because he wore your T-shirt? How, how, how did that? How did that? Come he did look very nice. I swear to God, shirt. I swear to God, he didn't. I, I didn't ask him to do that. I didn't. I didn't know shit. Uh, he, he, you know, he had Hanato told knows, he, he had told, yeah, I know. Well, that's, that's, you know, you know that already, <laughs> but I had gave him, I had gave him the shirt a, a while back, you know, and, and then, uh, he said, oh yeah, I think I'm going to wear it to Bellator. And then I said, oh, that's nice. You know, he'll be in the stands. I didn't know he was going to did the whole fucking uh, spiel. How and, many, how many women, uh, have contacted you about that? Well, more women had contacted him, to be honest <laughs> really? about it after that. But you know, cause this is nothing new for me, but for him, it gave him a taste, you know, how many girls like, do you think have you slept with in your life? You know, for the purpose of the women out there, I don't want to talk about that. But uh, uh, but uh, but uh, an average per year. Listen, I don't know. I don't want to be. I don't want to fuck up the future punchings that I'm gonna get. So I'll knock <laughs> it off. Days in a year. Okay. So, I mean, uh, mostly fighter jiu-jitsu girls, or let me tell you something. We're talking about King Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's his time to shine. Okay. Yeah, I've yeah. already had mines. Right. And now King Mo is trying to got a taste. Okay. That. Okay. But anyway, he looked he looked great in that in that shirt. Yes. Renato knows, and you know it was made by Storm Kimono. Maybe gonna be on the website over there. So sometime. UFC this weekend, uh, Valentina Shevchenko's taking on Juliana Pena main event. Uh, the winner fights Amanda Nunez. I hope Pena wins this. I like Pena undefeated in the octagon so far. Uh, super cool friend of mine, uh, you know, and you know, didn't really come from any kind of traditional background. Like started at like seventeen or eighteen, walking to a gym, and now she's she's fighting for the title shot, uh, which is she's awesome. a special athlete. Shevchenko though is no joke, no joke at all. Beat Holly Holm, uh, I would say was beating Nunez in the third round, lost the first two, but if it was a five round fight. She would have won. I was at that fight. And uh, obviously much better kickboxing and boxing than Pena, but I think Pena's got better grappling and wrestling. Yeah. Uh, who do you think wins this fight, Alan Jabon? Hmm. Interesting fight, man. Yeah, Nunez is – I mean Nunez. Um, Pena is uh, – she's Pena. Like, Pena. How do you say her name? Juliana, Juliana Pena. Pena. Yeah, Pena. Yeah. Pena. Yeah. <laughs> Not Pena. <laughs> you still think he's back on it's the bayou. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh-huh. the story, man. Yeah. Um. I think I think man, she's I'm liking the shit talking that she's doing. You know, she's like kind of bringing the shit talking another level, and, and kind of just because of that, I hope that she wins because I want to see those two go at it. But I don't think if Pena wins, she's gonna have a good chance against Nunez because I think she's Pena's ever to like able to out grapple, I'll kind of beast every girl. But I don't think she'll do that to Nunez if she gets through um, Valentina. So, but if she out, but if she lasts two rounds, it's just getting past the second round. Yeah, like uh, Nunez is known to to fade oh. in the third. Yeah, well, and all, she, all she's going to be doing is trying to take it down too the entire time. Yeah, but she got to beat Shevchenko. Uh, Hanato, who wins this fight? Uh, is Shevchenko single? Uh, <laughs> yes, I believe so. She came on the podcast that she was. Mm, and then this is the hard one to call. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't even understand that. Uh, right, go well, on. as long as I understand, that's more important. <laughs> yes. Um, you ever have a nose ring? Yeah, a long time ago. Oh. Back in the days, Chupac Shakur. <laughs> Back when he was a dancer for the fucking digital underground. Yes. Uh, God, are you? Uh, I, I'm going to say a draw. A draw. Okay. Those are, those are very common. Well, because whoever wins is going to want you know, to you celebrate. And I'm going to – see, that's the problem. I haven't decided yet. I, I, I think I'm going to let the one who's win to sleep with me. Yes. Because <laughs> they deserve – Don't you think the one who loses needs you more though? Yeah, but I don't need a needy ones like that, you know? 
I don't want that one. Crazy in bed. I mean, you got uh, Venezuelan chicks and Russian chicks, both fucking animals in bed. God, are you? Uh, I, I think Pena left Sick Jitsu for this fight. She's not with Rick Little, who's a very good trainer. He did a lot of impressions in the 80s. Uh. That was Richard Little. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yes. Uh, so, uh, CB? Juliana Pena, ground and pound TKO, second round. I hope so. And Bubba Man. Jenkins? I think if Pena gets a takedown, she wins. Yeah, yeah okay. If she goes on the ground, she wins. If it stands up. Shevenko. Just from what she's done, does he, I mean, who did she just beat? Was it was Kat Singano? Kat Singano, which yeah. she did her on the ground. I mean, but the other girl fucked up Holly Holm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, I didn't fuck her up, but beat well, her. because she's a stand Julianne is very, very aggressive, very determined in her takedown. Yeah, Holly Holm is a very different fighter. How do you beat a striker? Wrestling. Okay. I wish Pena would, would show her sex appeal more, too. Ooh. Yeah, really. I yeah, uh, maybe it's she, true. She's all into the makeup. She likes to yeah. get herself made up, but she wears these, like, like boyfriend Boyish. shirts when she fights. Yeah. She needs. This to, uh, is very true. I hate when they do that. Yeah. That should be outlaw. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying I don't want to watch that one. Yeah, yeah. This is not college. Like the Ronda Rousey type. Yeah, you know, this is th- what is this college basketball? Mm. I don't want to see fucking t-shirts. Okay, WNBA. I want to see if the guys got to look. I, I, I had to dealt, dealt with that in the early days of Valachudo, okay, yeah. where I was treated like a piece of meat. And he knows <laughs> that one because, yeah, just because I was, uh, you know, better look, if, because I was gorgeous and attract, right. I was forced to, to wear, you know, some stuff's more skimpy and like that. And they didn't took us seriously. And I was the one who, who has paved the way for guys like that, as I've said Yvonne, before, yeah. and, yeah. and the hot holds of the world. And, 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 you know, it's just, it's a shame that now women uh, don't get a taste of what it feels like to be objectified uh, <laughs> uh, uh, like, like, like I have. I, I feel very bad for you, man. Yeah. Uh, now, one of the fights that I'm looking forward to, I can't wait for this fight, Donald Cerrone, Jorge Masvidal, Dang. this Saturday night, Man, you know, wow! You know, Masvidal looked on point against Ellenberger. Masvidal, Masvidal, uh, Masvidal. But, but how do you pick against Donald Cerrone, especially at one seventy? That one is a pick 'em to me. That I, fight, I'm picking Cowboy. I think Cowboy's got this. What do they look? Okay, I, I I've been around Cowboy. Yeah, but I never been around in the flesh, uh, Masvidal. Probably how, with him. Oh, so oh size wise, I don't know how big he really is. You know what I'm saying? He's big. Like big, like how? how? Like he walk around? He walks around? He probably walks around about 200, 205. Yeah, Masvidal? see? Yeah. See, if, if Masvidal was like smaller smaller than, than Cowboy, I would... Masvidal, I think Masvidal's smaller than Cowboy. Is I he? I don't think so. I don't know in height, not in height. I think Cowboy... Just weight-wise? I, I don't mean, know. This is a tough one to call because... Masvidal is a good six foot. And Masvidal has fought five, a lot of... Five, I mean, I, man, I don't I know. Think he's Masvidal? Uh, not spar, spar, but we, we played around. Wrestling? They're both yeah. so dangerous. Did you used to throw him on his ass? No, he's a good wrestler. If we're not have wrestled in yeah, college and yeah. stuff, Masvidal's a really good He's hard good to take down. Oh, but he's straight I don't know how big they, either of them get, but they're both able to make 55. So there's not gonna, it shouldn't be a huge uh, yeah, weight no, discrepancy when it comes both, to fight day. The fact that they're both at 170 for this fight, it's, like, it's not going to be a cut weight. Like a I, serious I was cut just saying fight. that if for some reason Masvidal was smaller than, than, than Cowboy, I might have gave the edge to Cowboy. Me but, personally, I think that he's... he's if not bigger, he's the same size. You I don't know, think he's smaller than that Cowboy. one is almost impossible to call because they're both dangerous as fuck and smart as fuck in, in fighting. I don't know about outsider in life, but, but, also, but I'm saying but, in fighting, both Masvidal, of them is slick and smart and, and but, yeah. But Masvidal tricky. has also not shown, not, not, not shown up, 
but he's also had some fights where you thought he was just going to run through people and sort of like made, it, made it closer than it had to like, be. Oh, yeah, he gets caught. He gets caught up sometimes. Uh, and, um, not lately, well, my brother. Okay, he lost split decisions. <laughs> okay, to Lorenz Larkin. He won, uh, right? oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, he How fucking good is ben Lorenz Larkin looking at? But, but, but he won that fight. Ben Henderson. Uh, That's I, uh, debatable. I thought he beat Al Iaquinta and they gave it to Al. Uh, I mean, I he, he, he beat, um, there's somebody else that he I thought he beat that they gave. There's two fights that I've seen him straight beat the guy up and then get the loss. Kabalov. Uh, Rustam Kabalov. He lost oh. to. Uh, I mean, he got submitted by Michael Chiesa. That was three years ago, though. Uh, oh, I Ma- remember Mazzadol that. got submitted by Chiesa. But that, then didn't that, he come yeah, back yeah, and like submit somebody else? Um, he went, did he have a rematch? With oh, no, no, no. Masvidal submitted Michael Submitted Chiesa. Michael, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, but here's yeah, another. Yeah, 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 my bad. Yeah, uh, and, and just remember this. Cowboy has also had some bad nights, too. You're absolutely okay? right. Yes. So so it's not like he's, but you know what? Fuck. Cowboy, you look, these, the bottom line, these guys are so fucking exciting to watch. These are the kind of fighters you want to watch. But Cowboy yeah. has won his last four fights, okay. stopping Matt Brown, Rick Story, Patrick Cote, and Alex Arovera. That's pretty exciting uh, stuff. His last loss was to Dos Anjos. Before that, he beat McDessie, stopped him, beat Ben Henderson, Miles Jury, Eddie okay, Alvarez, we have to Jim go Miller. The whole fucking- I'm just telling you, okay? Uh, that's pretty fucking good. Okay, I mean, that's yeah. nice. Those guys yeah. are great, man. It's well, awesome. Fight. Okay, so who you got your fucking money yeah, on? I, 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 Cowboy. Yeah, Cowboy. Plus, he came to my comedy show. I, draw. <laughs> I, 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 let me think for a second. I, I, I'm going to go with Mazadov on this one because Cowboy's worst enemy is himself, you know, his mind. He, bring, he always says it, man. Sometimes he gets in his head. Sometimes he thinks too much. He's fighting at home for the first time in quite a while. He thinks he's oh, kind of saying, the altitude. It's altitude. He's kind of saying, you know, I, I can't lose at home. But at the same time, man, there's a lot of pressures that happen when you fight at home. That could affect his, his psychology. Uh, psychology. Psychology. Psychiatric. Also, also, he doesn't do that well, man, I don't think. Look, remember when... Cowboy fought Nate Diaz, and he fought a guy who wasn't going to. That was his nineteenth fight that year. I mean, he fought on, on the way to the cage. But he had I'm a saying, fight. Cowboy fights better when Cowboy could be the friendly guy and say, "Let's have a beer after," and this and that, and you and you buy in. If you get into his head, if you say "fuck you, Cowboy," I'm not going to be your friend. You slap his hand. Um, this guy he called him out. Do well against guys like that. Masvidal is a thug. We'll do that. Well, Matt Brown and him for the street. Him and Matt Brown. Him, okay, be- check this out. Him and Matt Brown had Kenny. Kenny pointed this out to me, and we went back and watched it. Matt Brown had beef with him, and Matt Brown was staying tough. And Matt Brown was beating up Cowboy the first two rounds. And then going into the third round, Cowboy looked over across the cage, and he was like, you know, and, and, and Matt Brown gave in. He was like, all right, and he went and they touched gloves. And then Cowboy knocked him out like 30 seconds later. And they hugged, didn't they? Even hug or they might have even hugged and all that. He started making out with he, he let him mm. play. Cowboy's comfortable when he's comfortable, and he's in the pocket, and he's playing. If you say, no, like, we're going to have beef, I'm not having any of that shit, slap your hand away, which is a Mazadov type guy. But that's also there. He's going to have trouble. That, that strategy is. is it works a lot of times. Like I like the beef. Like when I was fighting against uh, Jordan Parsons, mm-hmm. I liked the beef. But when I was in the cage, I knew that if I can get him to like anything that I'm doing, whether it's a fist bump, whether mm-hmm. it's a hug, I know that now he's almost not at the point where he's so animosity, where he's like throwing with all the fire, where he's yeah. like he's kind of I let his guard down. And there's things that I would do in the middle of a camp, in the middle of talking trash, in the middle of leading up to the fight. That starts to rock the boat in my favor, whether it's at weigh-ins, I'm like, hey man, you look good, or whatever it is. Uh, Those cowboy does little, the same thing. Little, he likes little that. secret stuff. Cowboy that's likes a, that. That's a strategy. So when you know the opposite of that, when you know cowboy likes to befriend his fighters, right. Then you 
as a fighter you, as you Mark have to Dahl. fight cowboy and say fuck you cowboy remember uh, exactly anderson silva helped forrest griffin off the ground after he knocked him down and yeah. knocked him out 10 seconds later mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But these are the fighters like to be comfortable for for uh cowboy it does make a difference but for me it's like if i go for the handshake and you do not give me the handshake it's not like oh man well he's not with it it's like i like the beef anyway i want that like animosity <laughs> but if you do give me the handshake then you just now nodded in my direction. Yeah, you like, control the frame now. So who do you think wins this fight, Bubba? Huh? Who do you think wins this fight? Masvidal. How? Uh, I think it's. I think it goes all the rounds. I think it's going to be a That's a good nice, call. I think it's going to be a fun. Is it five or It'll three? Be five. Wait, is it? Is it main event? Three. Oh, okay. Then I mean, so it's a three. So, so I, that favors that favors maybe Masvidal as well because Masvidal decision because think, he's yeah. not in the because he's not in like having to but go five in the altitude. No, but I'm saying he's not having. He's not having to go. Huh? He's kind of a slow starter though. I don't know what you're talking about. He's a slow starter, Masvidal. <laughs> you are a slow starter. Even, I am. You still I am. didn't start it yet in the whole fucking uh, podcast. Really? Even when Ellenberger told me, Ellenberger said he thought he was going to be a slow starter, which is why he got caught so early. Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, Masvidal came out heavy against Ellenberger. Cerrone's a little bit of a slow starter. If he comes out with the beef, he's talking about he's Rice Cerrone and all that shit. Oh, he said that? He said... He God, was, I, yeah, that's so fighting like, words. If, <laughs> if Masvidal comes Cerrone. out heavy, he wants this win. He wants, he wants to get up the ring. He comes out heavy. Cerrone takes a little bit to start out. First round from Masvidal. I've thought Cerrone this whole time, but now that we're talking about it, thinking about it, everything, I think Masvidal. Why are you holding the microphone like Bob Barker? (laughs) I don't have a stand. I bought a stand for it. He's holding it like that. Look, he's holding holding the microphone like that. Okay. So let's see the next items we have for bed. God, I will get you pets. Spay and neuter. Ne- never mind that. What's the wh- who's gonna win? Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Masvidal. <laughs> okay, so another fight, which I don't even know why they're making this fight. Even though the guy's number ten, I think he's gonna murder Andre Arlovsky. Is Francis oh, Ngano? Uh, What's his last name? He's a beast. Ngano. That, that I mean, this dude, <laughs> dude is a I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. I would never want to saw that guy in a. I mean, I think it's just kind of mean what you know they're who doing. Who needs to fight? Who? Him and the Black Beast. Him and the Black yes. Beast. <laughs> Yes, fighting Travis Brown. That black yeah. and black crime yeah, would be good. Oh, that, that's the true oh, baby. And I, by the way, I never do this, but because uh, I, I like my own uh, Instagram better than anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Black Beast, He's good. if you follow Black Beast, He's you're funny. never going to be lonely. Absolutely. Because yeah. that motherfucker is funny. I mean, this dude, Francis Ngano, he hits so hard and I... I like Arlovsky, and this is a case where I like there's, Arlovsky. There's no true. way he's the favorite, right? He's even though he's number he seven be, he and Ngannou's number ten. I don't know. I don't, I don't th- know what the odds are, but yeah, I mean, Arlovsky doesn't have the chin. It's just the chin. Obviously. That's the one problem. Like he could do everything. Well, that's a big problem. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I got it. I'm just saying. It's like skills wise and toughness, everything. He have that, but the fucking chin. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. You know? I, I, this is, I don't Except think, maybe wear braces like uh, Frank Shamhawk. I don't know. I just uh, no. I think this is kind of mean uh, putting Arlovsky against him. Well, nobody <laughs> fucking told him he have to do it. You know? I, yeah, but I just feel like they're trying to sometimes build up these younger guys. But like, then again, you like never Yair know. Yeah, Rodriguez, BJ Penn. Uh, they're sort of giving these like <laughs> that was a ro- Ngano's uh, a heavy favorite. What, what, what's the odds? Like minus four twenty five. <laughs> yeah. For Ngano. Well, you yeah. Know, he's got submissions do? too. So if he goes to the ground, he's tough there too. Where he learned that submission. Uh, so yeah, so that that fight uh, is anyone picking Arlovsky in this fight? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> Alex Cesares is taking on Jason Knight. 
Wait, uh, who's the, he, he fresh my Bruce memory? Bruce Leroy? No, I fucking know who he is, Bruce Leroy. Who's the Jason Knight? I believe he's the kid from uh, South Carolina, Mississippi. He's a 10th Planet guy. Oh. And, and he pulled off some great submissions. He's a 10th Planet? Yeah. Wait, I, why? maybe I know the kid. Let me just look at the face of that. Uh, why, 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 why you scroll down? I saw him fight uh, in Mississippi, and he actually pulled off some amazing. Uh, he he was like the, the entire. He fought an undefeated kid somewhere, and he and he was the whole time. He was. He in, looked uh, familiar. He I, was I, in rubber guard and pulled off a, a really slick submission. I feel like I met that kid before. I don't more know. A grappler, more of a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna go with the soul brother. Uh, um, uh, what do you call him, Bruce Lehoy? But but now Chen Planet. But he spends a lot of time on the ground. That's the only problem with him. If it, well, if it goes on the feet, uh, obviously Bruce Leroy all day. Bruce Leroy is a lot but, of fun. But a he lot could of fun. sub him. Well, you know what? You're going to get unorthodox crazy shit from Bruce Leroy on the, on the, on the feet, and then you're going to get crazy Hubbard uh, conspiracy theory stuff on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, beat, he beat Musa Kamenev, a guy that was like uh, a Russian. I saw him in Titan FC. Okay. And this okay. dude was... Uh, they were they were touting this dude as like the next big thing. Okay, and, uh, why we gotta find out every time you watch Titan FC? <laughs> or, or one that was a long time ago or something like that. God, I don't God. care. Jason Knight is good. But oh, he's good. He, I want I want him to one now. Okay, he, he just beat Dan Hooker. And Who's he, that? And he beat Jim Allers. He lost to Kawajiri. Wait, how did he beat Hooker? Uh, decision. decision. He, he lost to Kawajiri. Uh, but uh, Wait, yeah, so that's him. Okay. All right, and also on this card. Uh, who else is on this card? Sam this... Alvey and Nate Marquardt. Oh! Somebody's Alvey. getting knocked out there. That's one-sided. What? What do you mean? But what, which I way? Sam Alvey's going to knock Nate Marquardt you think out. That, you think so? Yeah. Sometimes. Hmm. Especially sometimes he, after he waits sometimes. Interesting. Especially but, after but Sam's But I just feel fight. the one thing I would say about this is, unlike some of the opponent that Sam Alvey have had, uh, who is maybe didn't have a good game plan, I feel like Marquardt has been there and done that against every fucking fighter in the world. And if you know that there's one fucking way that he's, Sam Alvey going to beat you, one fucking way, I don't know. I mean, he always does it anyway. He figure a way to, to, to land it. But it's like, I just feel like maybe Marquardt, of course, if he get hit with it, that's nighty night. But if he can't avoid that. He waits a lot. I feel like Alvey. if he can avoid that fucking, that one, what is it, hide him? Or the, the, well, he's southpaw, I believe, but I don't know if it's left or right. I can't remember which it's one both. it is. Mm, there's one that does the damage more, more, more. His wife is hot. Yeah, she's okay. She have a, she's, she's cute. You look cute. This freaking top cute. model finally. She's cute. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. There's a lot of models that look ugly to me. Like who? Yeah. They go to the fights with yep. their entire family. No, no, no. <laughs> by, the, by, the, by the way, I don't think she's ugly. I think she's cute. Name I said one, she's name cute. One ugly model. I don't know the names of them, though, ugly ones. But the ones <laughs> where, 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 they, where they're fucking skinny and tall and they got a. You think all the models look No, no. Uh, not, uh, not, when they're skinny and tall and then they, have, they look like a fucking uh, a, a modern art piece, the face. <laughs> and, and, every, and you know who likes that? Gay guys. They go, oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> but, you, uh, but because they don't want to fuck her. Because she'll make the clothes look good. That's why they, they the, the, the <laughs> let me tell you something. The the girls who's who's telling what the girls to wear and what is cool is 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 gay. You used to be a model, right? Never mind that. Of course, I was a model. It's <laughs> it, it's the gay guys uh, who is uh, is is doing the fashion trend. You know when girls is wearing fucking yeah. parachute pants with no, you can't see the ass, yeah. and they're wearing all kind of UGG boot and uh, jeans underneath a dress and shit. Who do you think came up with that? Straight guys? No, yeah. fucking gay guys, and tell them you look fabulous, honey. And then nobody <laughs> want to fuck these girls. Yeah. And then and then when you see a girl who's wearing tight pants and the titties is blasting out, then all of a sudden she's tacky. Oh, she's oh look, she's tight. 
fire and sorry and thank you. Oh, well, yeah. not you know, it's throwing shade and all that bullshit. Yeah, fuck all that. That you know what? That makes a man want to have sex without women, and there's nothing wrong with that. Poha, amen. You're right. Now, Alan, do you uh, prefer doing uh, print modeling or a runway? What kind, what do you prefer it? runway or print modeling? Um, print. Do you do a lot of runway or no? I've done it. I've done some in the past. But so, like in Fashion Week, were you walking up and down the runway? Uh, yeah, I've done it before in the past. I've done a little bit of everything. Do they say? You know, do they the say money, UFC the money's star? In the, um, money's in print. In the print, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, people, in, in modeling world, money's in the print. Do all the people in the audience know you could beat the shit out of them? Probably not at the time. I haven't done it in quite a while. Have, 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 have any guys like in the movies, like said, gay guys, been like, hey man, if you blow me, I'll, I'll make you the biggest star in the world? <laughs> no. Mostly they're going to want to blow him, don't fuck that. <laughs> you know, Carayo, um, yeah. <laughs> this is bring back some, you know, uh, some sweet memory of when I was first. You know, a lot of people don't uh, know that as I was, oh, I was God, discovered. Are we doing this again? Well, it doesn't matter. You know, we it's didn't. so long ago. Well. You know a lot of you like, discovered Alan. Well, nah, not 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 in so many words, but <laughs> but uh, you know back you know when I was trained Tim Crater back in I don't know when it was two thousand or yeah. maybe ninety nine whatever it was. This was young kid. Dish. This young kid was training there, and uh, and I saw him at the gym. I wasn't that you know. I said okay, it's a tough kid, whatever. But then Tim Crater invited me to a fashion show that they was having Lafayette, and <laughs> um, and uh, you know you, you ever seen uh, uh, True Detective? No. Okay, well, to the people out there, imagine where they had the, you know how they had a makeshift whole house, uh, it's like uh, with trailers and shit like that, and girls you know, look scraggly and stuff like that. It was, imagine that, but instead of a whole house, it was just, it was like a fashion show. It's in the middle of the, the you know, in the forest. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, and I saw this kid, you know, I wasn't that impressed in the gym, and then I saw this kid uh, was walking the runway, have a, a cross colors uh, uh, overall. Yep. No shirt. And, uh, and I said to myself, you know, I saw, I saw a lot of what was in me in the in the early day. Uh, I, I was saw that on to him, right? And and um and I, I remember how fucking hard. Are you crying right now? Is like I'm not crying. I might. I'm just remembering, and I remember how hard how hard it was. For you to 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 get a start when everybody thought that all I was was just some kind of piece of meat or some you know gorgeous guy or a, a, a member yeah. of of the barge or something like right, that right. and 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 how hard it was to 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 climb out of the shadow of being a you know a chop model yeah they wanted to bring you down all fine guys want right. to bring me down but and then I saw him and I said look the, you're gonna be a star you're gonna be how many times I said you're gonna be the UFC one day don't let that guy to, to tell you what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know, I, I don't care I how much catalogs. Had, you know? So yeah. like, now, now, how come Allen doesn't thank had. you after his fights? Well, how many oh, times? How many times we heard that story? You all seen Hockey Five, no? Yeah, with yeah, with Tommy Gunn. Yeah, so every time you know, sometimes you bring a Tommy Gun out there, and then uh, uh, George Washington Duke came over there <laughs> with the slick talking. You shouldn't have. Well, shouldn't have brought that back. Hold on, you know, yeah. sometimes, sometimes you gotta bring the stuff to 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 light, right. and 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 you know, you know, sometimes you, you you bring a guy all the way, and then the other guys come and they wanna. They, I've given you your props, man. Have no, you ever I mean, thanked him in this? In the, in probably the never in the cage. Taught me how to do the runway walk. Probably never. Yeah, how come Alan? How, how come you haven't ever thanked Alan in the cage? So for real, I, I that's curious. Like I, I, 
it took a King Mo. It took a King Mo Lawal to give me my props. Wow. Uh, but but anyway, I I've, I'm harbor no. I follow you on Instagram. Man. Oh. Wow! Oh wow! I follow you on Instagram. Well, you know, wow. what? big shot. You know what? You wow. can you can lead. A, so bitter about you this. can lead a, a, a horse to to water, but you can't make him to to drown. to think. Yeah. Well, also to drown that yeah. one. But the, sometimes <laughs> right. the horse is gonna drown himself. Okay. But but let me let me to um. I'm not. I'm not better. You know. No. I, I've moved on. But I, I'm still. Every time, like when he was hockey, was see that yeah, yeah. him fighting on there. I'm still in my place. Look at his fights, and I'm still proud. But you're of in that the guy. basement by yourself. In well, the no, house. don't don't get it twist. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm in my condo, and I'm drinking alizé. Okay. And I'm probably watching with maybe one or two white women. Uh, <laughs> but 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 furthermore, I always remember those those days. Home team. You remember yeah, home, home team. team? I remember that Rocky you, Five. You remember it was supposed to be me and you, home team. Yeah. Uh, you know, and oh, he wow. said, and he said uh, that same stuff's true to his son. So who, did that, you tell remember Alan, his, Alan, remember Alan, his he, he charted son? No, uh, but his son was upset because he was supposed to be home team. You yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember and that. And he said, you know, you and me are supposed to be home team. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You, you, you're on team, you know? Right. I don't know. Tell me you got you guys some guns, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Aljamain Sterling is taking on Rafael Asuncio. Uh, good fight. Aljamain Sterling. It's not Asuncio. It's Asuncio. Asuncio. Uh, so who do you think wins this fight? Bubba who, who, Asuncio who? Rafael Asuncio versus Aljamain Sterling. Rafael. Rafael Sterling. You know, this is fucked up because I'm a big fan. I oh, like Sterling and I like yeah. yeah. I like Aljamain so much. I like the kid. I like sense of humor. He have the best style in the UFC bar none. Yeah. The fucking kid look like <laughs> big style. big Jerry Kane, okay? Yes. Yeah. Uh I fucking can't tell you enough how much the young people need to <laughs> emulate that and listen to that kind of music and stuff like that. But yeah. that's another fucking story. Yeah. And then I also like the way the kid fight. That's why I'm a little worried about this fuck because I also know how fucking Rafael Sansao, even though he don't look like uh, Big Jerry Kane, you know, uh, or even, you know, DJ Polo or Mr. C or whoever, he can know how to fucking fight. Okay. So, uh, you know, I guess to tip the scales into the favor is going to be Rafael, but who is my heart is go with the the black guy. (laughs) That's a good good pick. <laughs> As Mo was thing. saying, you know, on his shirt, mm. Hanato knows. Yeah, um, yeah. So you, you think uh, Aljamain? Because Hanato said it, that's what we got to go with. Alan? Well, Wait. what did I say, though? No, he, I he said. He, his heart's with the black guy. Oh, your heart's with the black guy. But right, he's, right. he's picking half of Well, yeah. shit. I mean, I'm just saying, if I have to, if you make. Ah, I hate that. I hate that. I don't, I don't want to pick against a friend, you know? Aljamain? I mean, uh, Alan? Who do you think wins? Man, it's a tough one. They're both. Uh, I, um. Asensio, man, Rafael is a—he's uh, a beast, man. He's—he was—I saw the fight that he had with Pedro Munoz, one of my, one of my teammates. Oh shit! And 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 he just—he oh, brings God. it, man. He's a nah. tough guy, man. Yeah, he's and Munoz is a fucking good. animal. Yeah, yeah, both of them are. Um, but he's a tough guy, man. Ah. Really hard for Alvin. I don't know, man. Asensio was like the touted number one contender that didn't fight for so long, and mm-hmm. then he fought TJ in his comeback. And you are, you see the way that Aljamain what, what ended was, up happening? TJ won. TJ won. Uh, well, no? it would yeah. have to yeah. be. But then Aljamain, you know, Caraway after all that that went down, Caraway beat him. I think that was a wake up call for uh, Aljamain. Yeah, I hope I, so. I, I, I want to pick Aljamain. Yeah. He didn't really get beat. I, I, he, he I, I, I think that was right? also yeah. a case of just like all of us was like. Pfft. 
he's gonna kill uh uh what the kill fuck his name Caraway. so i think hey you know, caraway is one of that guys that everybody take lightly I, i'm not like i'm not saying i'm some fan or whatever i'm just saying he, yeah he's a guy that a lot people of people take lightly and then, and then boom they fall victim he's also one of those guys that's his own worst enemy i mean yeah i don't i mean I you mean, know i don't want to get too uh, mentally, can, I think almost beat anybody. I think beat anybody, but mentally, sometimes he breaks and fights where he shouldn't, and he, yeah. he doesn't. But I would have put my money on Aljamain, and and I think Aljamain would have put money on himself too. Yeah, and oh, I yeah. think he just was feeling, or as the black guys these days, even more say, smelling themselves. Well, he had a bad cut. For that fight <laughs> he too. was smelling himself too much. Huh? Did, did, that they, did they say smelling yourselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're feeling yourself. So he's saying, you say you but the, the next level, you know how the kids like to freshen yeah, up the it. shit. Like, like, yeah, yeah. They say you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people say. I'm, I'm going a hundred. Now it's you gotta be going a thousand. Oh, See, wow. there you go. You know how you know how you have old yeah, yeah. black man like my friend Hassan Orange. Uh, his father, there's a black guy, and he instead of he's so old, instead of saying he don't even say dynamite like the old, like the seventies black guy, he go even further from the sixties or fifties or whatever, and he said that's the dynamite bomb. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and I swear to God, but that's dynamite. old, old, and 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 then that's how we get shit like it's dynamite or that uh, it's the bomb. You know what I'm saying? But the old guy, they always doing that. And let Four me, words. you know, I'm Four gonna words. tell you a fact that you never that's gonna blow your mind. What's that? I'm gonna tell you something that you never you took for granted about uh, slang. Okay. Yeah. You know how all our life we said, "Hey, man, man, don't do this, man, man." You realize that one at one time that wasn't said. Okay. You know where that came from? What? A Negro jazz musician in the old day, college jazz musician. Yeah. Okay. In the very old old days, they was always being called boy uh, by people. Man. Boy, you fucking boy, boy, boy. Then amongst each other, they will say, "Hey, man, up, man, how you doing, man?" And it was in say, it was man. a way of like you know how like the Wu Chang guys called each other God and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It was the same kind of shit to be like, "Hey, man, how you doing, man." Giving yeah. the respect, and then of course, who's the coolest guys? The black guy's always cool. Always, Everybody want to pretend to be just Tell like. Him. In Tell the old him. days, people said dope. The the history. Only guys from the fucking uh, the fucking hood used to say dope back in the eighties 80, yeah. and shit. Now, any white girl says dope. You know, it always come into the fold. I, I like I'm smelling myself. Yeah. Well, then, that's what you got from that whole story. Black people say that. I like that. <laughs> fucking guy. I like it because then the black people, especially because it probably smells like cocoa butter. Oh, uh, you know anyway, what? You so fucking. <laughs> Dirty rap, baby lotion, Johnson and Johnson, whatever. You filthy. Listen, so that is our podcast today. Uh, We didn't discuss how you are a graffer now. Oh, I I have to go to wrestling practice. I have to coach kids. Adam's a graffer now for everybody. uh, Oh, what a piece Uh of shit! All right, so uh, Alan, what do you got coming up? Uh, waiting, waiting on a phone call, man. UFC is kind of behind right now. Now that Joe Silva, the matchmaker, matchmaker is no longer there. Um, waiting on a fight. Hopefully, fighting on the March fourth or fifth. The card that Tony Ferguson's on. Mm. Trying to get on that card. In oh Vegas. wow, it's Vegas. UFC two hundred nine. Me and Tony are gonna be doing a little work, kind of training together too. So nice. it'd be nice to fight on the same card. Bubba, what do you got coming up? Just hanging out with my girl. Oh, yes. look at that one. And That's a very it? cute little baby girl. Just hanging out with my chick. I like it. Uh, Hanato. Oh, well, unlike him, I'm doing the, unlike Bafba, I'm doing the very exact opposite, where I'm trying to spend as least or as less time with the light-skinned babies uh, yeah. as I can. Okay. Uh, but you know, as always, I want you to find any announcements. Eh, you're gonna find the announcement, and he always trying to get me to so, so he could get more hits. He want me to put the announcements on the MMA host. I'm gonna do my announcements on my own shit. Where can people get on that my own shirt? Never mind that. Really? I, I, it's a secret. 
secret. It's only for fucking people who's who's matter in this spot. Okay. And then some people that I decide I'm going to sell you. I was going to say because I have one. Yeah. All right. But so you, is there you anything, piece of shit. Is there anything that people can buy? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Well, <laughs> listen. Okay. Never mind that. What the people can do is, is can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Renato underscore laranja and you're gonna find out the stuffs when I tell you you're gonna find out that okay. it's like a flash sale or it's gonna, it's gonna be like <laughs> I'm gonna tell you where the fucking food truck where you're gonna get some uh, Asian uh, fusion or whatever the fuck you're gonna get there I'm gonna I'm calling the shots okay okay, sure. okay? and and, uh, and he remember this if you wanna hear the shit when it's fresh out the oven Turn on your fucking notifications on there. Uh, your post notification. It's up on the height side, height hand side corner of the uh, Instagram. Okay. It's the three dots, and then you come down and say turn on post notification. Okay, you guys are sleeping on this shit. All right, uh, tonight I'm at Flappers in Burbank. Oh, you fucking Christ. Uh, tomorrow night I'm at the Long Beach you Laugh did, Factory. You didn't ask this fucking guy what he's doing. <laughs> what do you got, CB? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> so uh, hustling and working. Uh, uh, Thursday night I'm at the Long Beach Laugh Factory as well as Sunday night. Dime Bar every Monday and Tuesday. Uh, next Thursday, I'm in Arroyo Grande at the Figara Mountain Brewing Company. <laughs> right next Friday, I'm in Bakersfield at Elements Venue. Uh, Friday the 10th, I'm in Mesquite, Nevada at the Casablanca Casino. Uh, March- do you owe money to people? How, how, how many fucking time, How much fucking you going to do? In a, uh, uh, Wednesday, March 1st, uh, I'm at Vegas at the Stratosphere. I'm doing comedy. Dean Thomas and Mike Pyle are on the show. Uh, they're doing stand-up comedy. Wow. Uh, oh, God. Are you? Wow. Wednesday, March 1st. Hit me up if you want free tickets. See me, Mike Piles, making the stand-up debut, uh, as well as Dean Thomas. Uh, I'm also the South Point Casino on Friday the 24th before that. And then if you want tickets to the MMA Awards, hit me up. That's uh, Thursday the 2nd, MMA Awards. Following, uh, I'm in the Calgary at the Comedy Cave. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's, that's Tuesday. <laughs> Monday is March 13th <laughs> to Sunday, March 19th. Listen, if, uh, thank you very much. Thank you for our our, uh, our sponsors, American Icon Autographs, AIC uh, American. What is A-I-A-S-E it? A-I-A-S-E oh, God, I what is it? A I A S E dot com. Yeah, no wonder uh, you don't have no fucking sponsors. American Icon <laughs> Autographs. Uh, uh, so yes, tip a fighter. If, if you like our show, you can tip us. Tip a fighter. Yeah, tip your uncle Hanach if you like this fucking show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, uh-huh. Hope you guys have a great week. Thank me for showing up, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> and Kara and Charles. <laughs>